This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing, and we are already on episode 28, my 28. friend. 28, yes. <laughs> yeah, take <Hello>. two. <laughs> take two. Yeah, we might we might have started the show, you know, 10 minutes ago and yeah. <laughs> not actually recorded. Yeah. We're not going to tell, but well, it might have happened. Yes, might have happened. That's fantastic. But uh, yeah, we've got some things to talk about today. And, uh, you know, it's Thursday. That's when we do our shows. And, yes. um, you know, if you're a first-time listener, please welcome. You know, this is a show where you will learn all sorts of things about nothing at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I know. you know, it's all about, uh, you know, hanging out. And uh, that's basically what this show is. It's Kevin and I hanging out. And we wanted to uh, bring it, share it with all of you because, uh, well, the more the merrier. Yes. So, uh, you know, again, if you're a first-time listener, welcome. And if you're a long-time listener, thank you. Love yes. having you back. Thank you. Yes, sincerely. Yeah, we we can't thank you enough. So, uh, you know, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it with, um, you know, we typically do the what are you watching, playing, and music sections, and we're going to try to adhere to that, but, you know, I think we've embraced the fact that that kind of is the show, so we're just going to jump right into various things, but I had one topic that... You know, we've been hoarding hoarding conversations, you know, and I when I get some news, I'm like, oh, I want to tell my friend Kevin, and, and I'm not going to do it. No. I'm waiting for the show. I want to share it with everybody. Right. But uh, every once in a while, there's a piece, uh, there's something that comes up that I'm like, yeah, I'm not waiting. And uh, this happened. And uh, that would be Cyberpunk being delayed. Yeah, again, for some weird reason, um, I know they wanted to get it working on all the game systems and, you know... I don't know. They're getting death threats too, which I don't. I never do understand. But they if, just want to make sure it's it's only a couple more weeks. If you're sending death threats over a game being delayed, I can tell you right now, you're going to be let down. I don't care how good the game is; it's not that good. I know. They're like, not enough Keanu. I hate this game. You know, I don't know. Something's gonna. You're gonna hate something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all I can think is WWKD. You know what would Keanu do? Well, and I don't think he'd give people a death threat. No, no, he would not. He'd actually do it. Yes. He killed this dog. Yes. I saw it. (laughs) Jesus. I haven't seen the third movie yet. I haven't either. Actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, you get the gist. Yeah, I get the gist. Yeah, he's a badass. Um, Yeah. Yeah, don't kill his dog. Don't don't kill (laughs) his You know, not not for nothing, I can completely relate to that movie. Yeah. Like, I do like the simplicity of it, the pure efficiency. Like, here's the story. They killed his dog. Now he's going to go... Fucking shoot everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody didn't everywhere. They, didn't they have that reaction, though, when the one boss, when he goes, what did you do? You stole his car, and I, you killed his dog? Oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they, yeah. Like, they, like, get that look in the face, like, oh, we're in trouble now. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> Way not, to go, kid. <laughs> not for nothing. Yeah, you kill my dog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a dog. You kill my fictitious dog? You know, I'm going to go all... You know, Harvey Keitel had a line in uh, Reservoir Dogs that I fucking love, and it was simply, you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, that's as bad as, but yeah, you shoot my yeah. dog, you shoot my fictional dog, you better fucking wake up and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I feel like that when my wife has dreams and I do something wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I apologize for dreams she's had. Oh, entirely. Yeah. I've entirely gotten in trouble for doing nothing but going to bed. Yeah. Like, she's just, God knows, you know, she dreamt, God, I did God knows what, and next thing you know, no, I'm a giant asshole. It's like I literally was just sleeping. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because later on, we have to talk about a nightmare the wife had last night after watching a horror movie. So we'll talk about that later. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting. yeah. So I'm just gonna put it out there because uh, I've got a piece of devastating news for me, and it's um, you know, I like to think I'm I'm coping, but uh, you know, this week uh, on Monday specifically, we had to put down our baby Delilah. She was uh, 20 years old, basically 20 year old cat, yeah. and uh, you know, it's. I gotta say, I um, hurts like hell, but it's. I keep reminding myself, you know, one of the things I've said this to you, and it's one of the things I try to keep in mind, is it's 
such pure wisdom, and it comes from fucking Dr. Seuss of all people, but it's the, I believe it's Cat in the Hat, and it's don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. And I keep thinking, I've been working too long, I've been a professional too long, I keep thinking of return on investment, Yeah. and that's how I'm looking at it, unfortunately, and it's basically the trade-off is you're going to go through this mourning period where your heart is going to get ripped out of your chest, and it's just going to hurt. And, you know, I'm pretty much there now. It just hurts. Her her absence is palpable, is how I say it. Um, but in exchange, you're getting all those years. I mean, 20 years. I didn't even know cats lived that long. Yeah. You're getting all those years of just nothing but joy. It's a no-brainer, entirely worth it, you know? So I have no mistake we'll get additional cats. We still have one left, but we'll, I have no doubt we'll get additional ones. And um, knowing full well, they're going to break my heart. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, and it's funny. It's actually almost a theme for today's show, because um, you know, as the expression goes, "Better if love loved and lost than never loved at all," kind of thing. Yeah. And that's just it. It um, sucks, shitty news. Um, so if I seem down a little bit, sorry, folks. I am entirely am bumming, but um, there is a silver, silver lining though, which is is if you keep getting cats all the time, you know, as you get older, oh, yeah. eventually they'll outlive you. Yeah, sooner or later. So, yeah. you got that. Well, That's you know, now that we've shared it with the fans, too, yeah. um, I had to let my friend Kevin know that, of course. And, um, well, how else would you tell him? So, of course, Kevin got the unfortunate text of, baby Delilah's on the roof and I can't get her down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, it, w- it was. It's better than the uh, alternative text is. You know, yeah. So, but reading it, I knew exactly what happened, and there wasn't a very audible, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, oh, it sucked. It's you know. Yeah. I think I was partly in denial because it was. She was in rough shape. She was suffering. She it you know it was it had to happen, but you know I think I was just in denial going into it. So when the inevitable occurred, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It was just. I can't say it was unexpected, but it just it still hurts. That's what it boils down to. It still just yeah. hurts. So um, anyway, how's that for a happy yeah, show, yeah. folks? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, again, I just wanted to explain why, uh, you know, I might seem a little down. Hopefully not. Um, you know, but that's out there. So yeah, sharing, sharing what's going on in my life, folks. Well, cats are people, too. They are. They are. Yeah. And I, still, I did tell you before the show, too, my boss was very classy because uh, I had planned on working. Because I'm like that. And um, again, just it kind of blindsided me. So I ended up taking Monday off because I was just kind of a mess. Um, what a shitty waste of a day off, too, I might say, you know, because I basically cried, gabbed with Mick, and kind of spaced out, is what I said. We were like zombies. Uh, I think we were just in shock, you know? And uh, what it just, I know it sounds like a lot of fun. It just wasn't, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that glamour. Yeah, we were just a morning, yeah. is basically it. But uh, yeah. I saw. Uh, I saw an uh, email, my, my boss had asked, you know, do you mind if I tell everybody? And I'm like, no, no, I have that, you know, what do I care? Yeah. And uh, he, he, my boss is nothing but classy, and he sent out an email that said something to the effect of, you know, Sean and Mick had to put down a cat that, the, you know, they've had for 20 years, and, you know, it was a cherished family member. And I just bawled when I saw it, because I'm like, she was, that cat entirely was a cherished family member, is a cherished family member, you know? And it's just, that's how I feel about it. So, um, good stuff, you know? Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, it's just it's just the way it works. So again, not to be a bummer, just uh, want to share what's going on in my life, and that's uh, that's a monumental thing. I, I, you know, it uh, it both sucked, and on one hand, yes, this week has been brutal, 
But boy, 20 years of loving that cat, man. Yeah. <laughs> and believe me, I'm all the shit out of that cat. <laughs> Love that thing. Yeah. So. Well, you know, like you said, I think it's still, would you do it again? In, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely will. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'd love a cat, uh, I'd love a house without cat hair over everything, you know, that yeah. doesn't smell like cat pee on occasion, things like that, not having yeah. to steam clean constantly. I would love these things. Yeah. But <laughs> when I do the risk reward kind of thing, the return on investment, it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know, those things are so great. They're just so much love. And yeah, yeah they're going to break your heart. Yeah. Now I have a cat myself that needs eye drops every single day. Um, in fact, as it turns out from seeing the doctor, sometimes I like to skip a day or stuff like that in the past. It just can't be done. And wow. This cat would need multiple eye drops a day, which pretty much means I'm not going on vacation while this cat's alive. Wow. It's, yeah. done. it's done. Uh, maybe I go away for, you know, a day here and there, but not more than that. Wow. Because uh, as it turns out, if, you, if the cat missed too many drops, she gets is, is, is in pain. You know, oh, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so, so that's like, not happening. So I'm like, yeah. So Charlize is planning some vacation for herself soon. Nice. Once this COVID thing is over, but I'm taking care of this cat. <laughs> I was going to say, COVID's working in your favor. Um, it's kind of helped out, you know, especially when she had her eye removed, a, you know, a few months back. Yep. And I'm like, well, I don't have to take off work, you know. Yeah, I know, right? It's, um, and I would have. I would have taken off work for the cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looks so much better, though, without that. She really yeah. does. She looks happier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, no vacations yeah. is it's rough. <laughs> yeah, no vacations sucks. Um, I'm weird. I like it when I'm on vacation, but I hate thinking about it. I hate planning for it. Um, oh, I don't do much. I and pay I hate for the it. travel part of it. Oh, travel's horrible. Yeah, I hate the travel. No, part people of always it. say that to me. They're like, yeah. "Oh, you love to travel. You go all over." I'm like, "I fucking yeah. hate travel. Yeah. I love being different places. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Getting there is a nightmare." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so is it's not. Yeah, I think after a while, maybe a couple years go by, and I'm, it might really bother me. But this COVID thing is way worse anyway. So I don't know. I, I'm. I'd rather her. I'd rather be with her than go on vacation. If that makes any sense. Absolutely. You know, I'd rather take care of her. Yep. Because I'll feel better, and I, I can't leave her alone. Yeah, and you can't have her suffering. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She needs me. Hold you. She's 14, 15, something like that. Wow, she's so she, an old Yeah, she's starting to get up there. Yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't even know cats lived that long. I thought they were, I thought they lived like 10 years. Um, outdoor cats, they have, the lifespan is like seven year average. Yeah. You well, know? I grew up with cats and the majority were outdoors. So that's yeah. why I was like, yeah, an old cat is like 10 years old. Yeah. No, I think generally 18 to 20 is pretty average. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. I think there's some like 25, 30 year old cats somewhere in oh, there. Jeez. They, they exist, but they're all, they all look, every time you see a picture of them, they always look grumpy. Like, Oh, I know that. Sucks. That's entirely why I relate to him. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're like this is too long. I, I love those grumpy cats. <laughs> they always things. look so angry. <laughs> grumpy cat had a uh, play on the start the State Farm thing, like a good neighbor State Farm is there. But yeah. with Grumpy Cat, it was like a good neighbor stay over there, <laughs> stay over there. Yes. <laughs> like, God damn, I relate. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, you know, before I get into the what are we watching and stuff, because I have some shit ton to talk about there and i know you do too well i suppose that's what are you watching so let's jump right into that buddy um you said you had a story about penny dreadful of some kind mm -hmm. uh yeah so we finished the first season of penny dreadful which mm -hmm. i actually thoroughly enjoyed it, it took a I couple like episodes to get going yeah but once it did my wife and i making guesses and i'm like this guy's gonna be a werewolf we knew we called it from the beginning we knew he nice. was because everyone had the little special power yep but the final episode there was a conversation that happened between um what's her name the woman i forget her name anyways the main the main girl the main girl yeah i vaguely remember um, it was a while ago we watched it yeah so she was talking to a priest because she was like 
filled with demons and stuff. So she's speaking with the priest. And the reason why this is interesting, because you and I have had a converse, this same conversation. It was It's a funny as hell. It's like, I've had this conversation with Sean, and they're am having the conversation. Am I the demon or the priest in this story? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, but you're the priest. Wow, yeah, we're definitely going into sci-fi now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, what was the conversation? So, you're the priest. I, don't, I don't, definitely don't recall. So, she was uh, like, you know, I don't know if she was trying to join the Catholic Church, but somehow exorcism came up, and he just looked at her and goes, well, um, you know, we don't know, you know, basically, paraf- going to totally paraphrase, because I don't remember every no, word course, yeah. here. So, basically, he was saying, you know, when a demon possesses you, it is like a backhand from God. So, in a way, you're kind of blessed. So, you know, we can go keep it on this road if you want to, you know, and try to get rid of this demon. But do you really want to be like everybody else? Nice. And I'm like, I've had this conversation, and then, and then, right, and this is, this is true. And the see, the uh, it goes, and she was about ready to say whether she wanted to be like everybody else or wanted to be, you know, exercise the demons, and the, the episode just stopped. Yeah, that's and that great. was the end of the season. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And I thought that okay, that was well written. That yep. was well written. Nice and hook. I've had that conversation. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, and I implore everybody: you don't want to be like everyone else. That's the beauty of that's the beauty of all of this. That's the pu- beauty of free will. Yeah. Is that you can do whatever the hell you want. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Everyone is making it up. And just be kind. That's the only rule. I get. I think, you know, I I think I'm smart enough to kind of psychoanalyze myself a little bit, because I know I'm weird, is that when you're young and you're weird, everyone makes fun of you for being so weird. So you spend your childhood trying to be more normal, to fit in, and it makes it worse, because is I can never be normal. People come out of the rain? When you strain, um, that's all I can think. Um, <laughs> you know, all I can think of is the doors when you're strange. But um, when you're strange, <laughs> to me, the most horrific thing in the world would be, wow, you're just like everyone else. Yeah. To what end then? What purpose do you serve? To why would you want to be like everyone else? No, just it's just one of those things that kind of got beaten into me, and I've always strived to be more normal, and I will never succeed at it. I'm not capable of being normal. I hope that's true. I'm too weird. (laughs) I hope that's true. And you are weird AF. And I I thoroughly respect that and appreciate that. When I try to be normal, it comes off as weird <laughs> when you try it's awkward when you try to be normal yeah, yeah actually i've yeah. been around that and yeah. it is it's awkward for everybody not just you buddy yeah um it's but, like an episode i was watching the monk because i still watch the monk where he like monk. he has um like some cards he's going and he's working at an office job for a day and he loved it because it's like the same routine and he had a gang and he was like all excited and stuff and he would say oh they're talking about football and he goes did you see the game last night <laughs> he oh, was like, that's well, great. It was a great episode. He had talking points. And then, and then he was totally messed up at the end because he's trying to be hu- human and normal and he can't. And he walked away and goes, they're laughing, aren't they? They always laugh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I relate to Monk, too, because <laughs> he's weird. Yeah, see, that's where I'm somewhat disconnected because, I mean, my thought is, you, well, one, you got to be you. Whether you want to be or not, you kind of have to be you. Yeah. And that's going to come out no matter what you do. The The fundamental essence of you yeah. is just always there and it's always going to come out. Now, you can guide and shape you, but yeah. at the end of the day, there's some core essence that is you that's probably not ever going to change. Um, but yeah. why on God's green earth would you want that to be just like everyone else? Yeah. To me, that is the biggest waste because... 
you've been given this gift, you know, and I know sometimes it seems like a shitty gift, mm. but you don't look yeah. a gift horse in the mouth and yeah. you, you, you try to appreciate it and do, again, there's no rules, you know, be kind to be a rule. That's a good one. Yeah. But, um, you know, nobody really has it down. There's no guide anywhere that says, this is how you're supposed to live your life. This is how you should be. Um, and honestly, we don't even know how we should be. It's like the best of our knowledge thing. So social norms, they're, they're social norms today. A uh, hundred years from now, we're going to look back and think they're barbaric. Just like yeah. when we look back at a hundred years, the tradition from a hundred years ago, they're barbaric. Yeah. Even knowing that, we're not going to be able to see it. But that's why I think it's so important that we dare to be different because that's how you move society. That's how you push that needle forward. Yeah. That's how we as a species, how the tribe grows and learns. And I don't mean when I say grow, I don't mean in population. We got that figured out. But <laughs> but I mean from an I wouldn't know. A learning perspective. <laughs> Actually technically I wouldn't know either. You know, I don't know kids. Um that's great. But um Boy, that was a freaking rabbit hole, huh? Where did that come it, it, from? Well, a penny dreadful. But uh, yeah, I can't um, say it enough though, dude. It yeah. Don't be normal. That uh, sucks. So that being said, um, I did enjoy the first season of Penny Dreadful. I like the nice combination of vampires and the Frankenstein, and you know, and oh, and the short-lived. Uh, um, uh, what was it? Um, who was the guy that was hunting Dracula? Um, oh, I want to say Alucard, but no, that's not right. Um, um, what was his name? His name definitely wasn't Simon Belmont either. Yeah, it was uh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. So Van Helsing was in there for like thirty yeah. seconds. <laughs> like he, he was awesome. I love him. Played by David Warner. I I don't remember Van Helsing's name, but I remember the actor who played him, David uh, Warner. I was gonna say yeah, I probably know David Warner from Thousand Things, and I have no idea who it is. Tron's nemesis. <laughs> oh, love Tron's nemesis. David Sark. Warner. See, Sark. Yeah, he'd be Sark forever. Sark. Yeah. 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 To me, I he's Jack the Ripper because um he played in a great movie called Time After Time. Yeah, and he was I remember Jack the Ripper. I don't and, know if that was a great movie, but it was. I remember that movie. Uh, well, I thought um, Mary Steenburgen was in it, and he, I thought she was hot back then. Um, actually, this one will blow your mind. Um, Sark was, I want to say he was Cratchit. In oh, yes, in one of the... Um, the it's what I call the Patton. Yeah. The George C. Scott uh, the Christmas C. Carol, yeah, which yeah. might be my favorite, by the way. It might be, because David Warner, uh, David Warner, I think he's awesome. He's been in a lot of things. No, I made you watch it, and I know it was cheesy. It was cheesy, but which... They, they, you know well, I like I mean, the, the Patrick Stewart uh, yeah. Christmas Carol. I did watch it. Patrick Stewart's fucking awesome. I mean, yeah. it was it was a little cheesy, but it's, one, it's Christmas, and yeah. um, two, which yeah. I can't wait. We're going to be talking Christmas soon, and yeah. uh, guilty admission. Yeah. I, I needed it this week. I won't lie. I entirely was listening to some Christmas music this oh. week. Um, but you have to understand my Christmas music. I can't wait till we talk about this. First yeah. of all, you have to understand I love Christmas. Absolutely love it. I should also throw in there, I am not a Christian. <laughs> That's weird. I practice nothing. Yes. <laughs> I don't believe in Catholicism. Um, I just love the story. And I love the music. So I'm going to be talking a lot about it. But when I... Like as I told my boss, because my boss was, I told my boss guilty pleasure or guilty admission. I'm listening to Christmas music. Um, mine's like church, or at least I theorize that. I've never actually been to church other than oh. a wedding or a funeral. So it's oh, like the Mormon tabernacle stuff. Yeah, and, you've heard my. It's yeah. choir music, and I find yeah. it very soothing to my soul. Yeah. So I won't be rocking around the Christmas tree until like I won't be listening to that kind of Christmas music until we're way closer to yeah. Christmas. But. I won't lie, periodically throughout the year. I mean, like, it'll be July sometimes, and I'll be yeah. like, you know what? I, my soul needs some soothing, and I'll listen to some of that, and it, it helps. 
Well, I am from the Midwest, so I sang unto my Lord through my entire childhood. So that nice. was the way. It, and I wasn't, I didn't grow, I grew up in like a Protestant. So there was a lot more singing in a Protestant church I than love in a Catholic singing. church. Oh, Lots I, of singing. If I ever convert to anything, folks, I think it's going to be Southern Baptist because I want to feel Jesus and I want to yeah. sing about it. And I yeah. love, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mocking religion or anyone mm-hmm. else at this time. I love the music. The Southern Baptist music yeah. is so good to me. That soul gospel music yeah. is so good. And I can see why it touches people's soul because it is soulful and it, it is like, that's my thing. If you're going to believe, you're going to believe, you know, you know me, I'm, you know, balls to yeah. the wall or not at all. Like yeah. don't half-ass anything. And that's why I don't have any organized religion because I can't make that leap. I wish I could. Yeah. But <clears throat> anywho, um, what were we talking about? Penny Dreadful, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, Penny Dreadful. That's, that's good. A, it was good, though. I like the show. Yeah, uh, so we started watching the second season, and it looks like it's only like three or three seasons, maybe? It was sure? short. Yeah, it was, and there was only like ten episodes in the first season, so I don't know if the rest are like that, but... I think so. Easy to watch. Definitely a good October show to watch. Yeah. Um, it's a little over top in some of the gore that they had, but, you know, uh, Doring Gray... I don't know. I thought it was a very interesting character, you know. So actually, yeah, I'm kind of like I like that and the picture, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I, and, and you know what's happening when he goes and look at the picture and you can't see what it looks like, but you know it's, well, it's incorrupted, you know, like the story. I like that they're telling people that too. Like you and I see that. Like you knew who Dorian Gray was when you saw him, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you knew the story of Dorian Gray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't read think, that in high school or something. Well, I was yeah. gonna say, I think in that nerd knowledge though, I don't yeah. know if people like the common bear knows that. Yeah. So I think it introduces some of these these ancient folklore mythology yeah it, it kind of brings it to the masses and uh, i love that you know like everybody knows the werewolf kind of creature you know yeah. but the dorian grays are a little more obscure things like that you yeah. know but yeah so i find the show kind of fun and you know especially the, some of the relationships and you know and i like the um what's that at the what they call him the hot guy you know that was uh voted like the one of the hottest guys ever who plays the you know werewolf guy I, I don't remember it's been too yeah. long he's voted one of the hottest guys ever yeah i, know. I don't know what's more I don't know uh, who votes that I, i'm kind of disturbed that you would even know that um who else was voted um, one of the hottest guys ever um uh, i, I know Mel gibson was once I, I didn't i didn't make the list i'm you quite certain of that <laughs> quite certain i was not on that list um josh hartnett they used to call him josh oh, heartthrob actually you know josh hartnett i gotta say dude doesn't act at all he no. entirely plays the shit out of Josh yes. Hartnett, and it turns out I love Josh Hartnett. Yeah, the dude's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, um, you don't see him much, but he, I think he's I think he's good. There was a movie you'd like, actually, was in. Yeah. I want to say it was called Bunraku or something like that. It was something weird. I'll have to look it up for you, but um, you would enjoy it. It was, um, I don't know how you describe it. Um, yeah, look at his movies, actually. There's one like Bunraku or something. Um and I don't even know how you describe the movie, but I will defer. Yeah, that's the he one. He played, his name was The Drifter. He did play The Drifter. You'd like that movie. You should check that out. It's a fun little action movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I like Josh Hartnett. He, um, he's one of my top 10 hottest guys. Oh, um, see? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They used to call him Josh Hartthrob for some reason. Um, I don't know. No, I just like the character. Uh, yeah. You ever see Lucky Number 11? No. Great movie. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Playing Josh Hartnett. Um, like, I'm <laughs> he sure he had another that. name, but he just he plays the shit out of himself, and he's great. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think he was in a lot, but according to his uh, IMDb page, he's been in a lot. I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by Sin City. I wanted to be, and it just wasn't. Oh, that wasn't my thing either. No, I wanted it to be good. It just wasn't. Yeah, that no, wasn't my thing. 
Uh-huh. I guess it wasn't that many. Actually, in the scheme of things, there's not that many stuff that he's been in. So, But I did like him in Penny Dreadful, and I liked his character, and I liked, you know, you know his attitude. Well, that's yeah. the whole point, yeah, because he played Josh Hartnett. He, yeah. I'm telling you, you watch him in anything. He plays exactly <laughs> that character. He's exactly that dude, and that dude's awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I like there's a scene where Chuck Hubble, I think his dad wants him back in the, uh, back in America. Yep, I remember. Yep. And uh, he kind of let him off with a pass the first time, but the second time, they didn't let him off. He didn't let him off. <laughs> yep. And, and that was pretty cool. So, yeah. It's, um, I'm telling you, everything I've seen him, mm. he plays exactly that character. Yeah. Very likable, awesome. though. Likeable guy. So yes, Penny Dreadful. I do recommend if you don't mind a little bit of gore, you know. Yeah, but. I enjoyed it. It's um. Uh, it, once again, I want to say that was an HBO or a Showtime or a, yeah. one of those Cinemax, one of those. Yeah. Um, they just, I yeah, I think it just boils down to budget, superior set designs, uh, costumes in that one specifically, and they understand this basic principle: you pay your writers. Yeah. That is what I love about those. They're just such a higher quality production that I'm not kidding. I would rather watch the worst HBO show than the best one on primetime. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to enjoy that HBO one even better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Penny, uh, I want to say it was Showtime. I can't remember. It's yeah, all a blur remember. after a while. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, what else are you watching, buddy? Um, well, obviously, I'm watching some Monk. Oh, and I, um, so I watched a movie <laughs> last night called Hellraiser. I've seen it before. And the movie, um, you know, if you haven't seen it in a while, Long the, time. the movie is kind of, um, it's actually funnier <laughs> than nice. I would have remembered. Because, one, uh, the story is really simple in the first one. So I can see why we probably both enjoy the second one more than the first one. And I think it's because when you watch the first one, you realize that Pinhead was in the movie probably a total of two and a half minutes. Yeah, not even, yeah. Tops. He said a couple great lines, you know. Yep. It was such a pleasure to show you, and and um, and um you called us, and, you know, it's a couple lines, and that's it, you know. Um, but then they had the, the demon guy, Frank, who was slowly coming back, being nursed yeah. back to life, and um, Julia, see, I just watched it, so I actually yep. know the people's names. Yeah, I, know. I know who you speak of, yeah. So... Every time he was like sucking a body, which is I kept I kept on thinking about um the Drew Dar- Drew Barrymore show. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he That's needs funny. a fresh body to you know to stay alive. He always said the same thing: "Look away." Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I never seen such a shy monster." Oh, it's Where he every time he was going to kill someone, he would say, "Look away." All I can think of is uh, freaking um, Melissa McCarthy and uh, Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. Look yeah. away. Look away. Look away. Look away. Look away. <laughs> look away. So I was laughing during the scenes, and there's just some funny scenes in the, in the, in the show. Just like, That's great. I didn't really. So it didn't hold up? I think it's goodish, but it yeah. feels like a short story. It's okay. really a short movie. Literally, the movie is. You know, they move into a house. I'm trying and to remember. They drops the he, the father cuts himself. Some blood goes on the floor. Frank comes back. Julie discovers him. Brings a couple of bodies. Then the daughter find, finds the puzzle box. Throws out the window. Steals it. Um, she finds a demon. Says, "Oh, I can you know bring Frank back to you." And um, he goes, "I'll tear your soul apart if you're you know lying or whatever." And that was his third line the whole entire movie. And uh, nice. <laughs> and they go back to the house. They had a little weird hide-and-seek game for a second and then they like oh come to uncle frank and then that's when he did the jesus wept scene yeah and that was that whole and the dragon showed up and took the box literally i just told the entire plot of the movie there was nothing different there's nothing else besides that that was it 
And I'm sure the the book uh, by Clyde Barker, Hellbound Heart, which I have, believe it or not, and I've read it. Um, I'm sure it's way more involved, but the movie must have just chopped it all up into. Well, I was gonna say uh, that's funny. I I couldn't remember the Hellbound Heart. I wanted to say it was called the Damnation Game. Oh. Um, but I can't remember. It's been too long. And I was trying to remember, was that an actual book or a short story? No, there was a book. And it wasn't a real long book. I remember that book, too, had a weird cover, too. And it looked like a, a heart with, like, a face on it or something. I nice. have the book. Um, so, Still trying to figure out how to use it? Yeah. You know, no, I've actually read the book. I used to read. Um. <laughs> I just haven't read lately. Um, I used to read all the time, but I read yeah some Clyde Barker and Dean Arcoon saying he's been him. Clyde Barker, well. you know, um, I, I think I told you the story, yeah. but uh, I read Clyde Barker because uh, I was into Stephen King at the time. I was yeah. reading those kinds of books, yeah. and I'm telling you, man, I read Clyde Barker uh, and never. I was like, oh my god, hallelujah! <laughs> like Stephen who? Yeah, Stephen who? I never looked back. Yeah, this was quite more gory than anything that Stephen King ever did, but. Um, oh, the dude's fucking, the dude's, there's something wrong. Yeah. There's something wrong with that wrong. dude. Yeah, Clyde Barker's messed up in the head. I, I think I've, I'm not kidding, Um, I, I have not read all of his stuff, but I'm probably 80%. I mean, I've read some of his plays. I've read yeah. a lot of his stuff. <laughs> He's Canadian, by the way. Um, um, so yeah, did I hate the movie? No. But what made the movie great, and I can't say who told me this, but she goes, who are those creatures called again? The Mennonites? That's awesome. So I'm not allowed to say who's told me that. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, but I'm not allowed to mention. I actually was forbidden for mentioning who told me that. That's great. Um, <laughs> it was the cat. Yeah, let's puzzle that one out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to work on that over here. So Luckily, I have a pen. I, I think it was cute and yeah. not embarrassing, but I did. I go for now on. They're the Mennonites. Absolutely. The Mennonites. <laughs> yeah, the Mennonites. Yeah, they're fucking scary. Um, in the movie, they're called Cenobites. Which, Close enough. Which, when I told her that, oh, my little, you know, it was a girl. Oh, my uh, God. When I told her that, you know, she's like, that's dumb. <laughs> Mennonites was already taken. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, it's in the Mennonites. <laughs> so the Mennonites will uh, tear your soul apart. Oh, my. <laughs> so I did like that, and I had a share because it was awesome. Mennonites. That is awesome. <laughs> So, so it's it's worth watching. Would you recommend it to someone who hasn't seen it? Because like me, I'd get the nostalgia kick out of it. So it's worth me watching again in this lifetime, just because I will remember. But to well, somebody who's never seen it, it's to me. I would say it's required viewing to to get to Hellraiser two. Part two. Okay, I got you. Um, so because it kind of if you see if you treat like a mini series, like yep. this is Hellraiser one and two is all one bookend, and they really do continue right off to each other with same characters. It's worth watching. Okay. That makes sense. No, that's a good description. I like that. And I haven't seen Hellraiser 3, and from what I read, it's still some of the same characters, so I've never seen that's that one. That's interesting. No, I somehow dropped off after 2. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other movies, like Hellraiser in Space. I know. Hellraiser. Hellra- yeah, that's in all space. I can think. <laughs> so I'm skipping those, but I'm actually going to watch Hellraiser 2 and 3 before uh, Halloween. I have the perfect mental image yeah. of Pinhead yeah. with the nails yeah. and then the space helmet over that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's an extra large helmet, so the pins can fit. Oh, yes, this is a special helmet. This better fit, or I'll tell you, tear your soul apart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. But hey, man, pinhead in space. Somebody, somebody made a buck. Yeah. I hope at that point, Clyde Parker, you're like, God damn it, you know what? I've got enough money. Yeah. <laughs> that's 
awesome. Um, so yeah, did I like the movie? Yes, but I like it. It was. It wasn't super cheese. Um, the special effects were actually better than I remember. The skin stuff was terrible. Yeah. Um, but the dragon at the end, I thought it was going to be really terrible. Actually, they did a pretty good job. They did a smart thing. They showed the dragon, then cut away, and you heard it fly away. Nice. I'm like, okay, that was smart. You didn't show that. It was complete garbage. Honest, I don't even remember the dragon. <laughs> it's it's like two seconds. This guy was walking around, the, like this homeless guy would show up in the pet store and eat like grasshoppers and whatever. Yeah. And you didn't know who this homeless guy was. And then he shows up when she put the cube in the fire and he walks into the fire, picks it up and turns into a dragon. And the dragon, to be more specific, was just a skeleton of okay. the dragon. Yeah. So it was a naked dragon. So. <laughs> it's awesome. A bone dragon. And then, yeah. So you heard it fly away, but you didn't actually see it fly away. Okay. Yep. And that was, and you, you saw from its perspective. And then it went back into, I don't know, some way in the India or wherever it originally came from with the guy giving the box to somebody else. Yeah. So that's how it ended. So, so it's good. Um, but it could have, you know, I wish, it, they, I wish whatever was in the book they cut out, this could have, I wish it had the time to put it in the movie. Well, you ever see uh, Nightbreed? A long time ago, yes. The vampire movie, yeah. Um, no, 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 that, not a vampire movie. Oh, um, not, not Nightbreed. There's another movie called Breed something. There's a Clyde Barker Night. I'm pretty certain it's Nightbreed. Nightbreed. And, uh, I thought that was a vampire movie. It was. It was a monster movie, but definitely not a vampire. Um, I'm pretty certain I got the right name of it. Uh, I believe the name of the book was Cabal, which I thought was way cooler. Oh. Um, but most people probably don't know where the Cabal, so <laughs> they're like Nightbreed. It is. Um, yeah, I thought that was a vampire movie. In fact, the cover. Can I see? It? I mean, yeah, I guess they're yeah, entirely but, not. But a, thought, yeah, entirely the uh, right movie. I thought but, the main uh, guy was a uh, a vampire or something. He was a weird thing. He'd get these weird runes on yeah. him and on his skin, and like it was. Um, but the whole premise was it was just, and it was cheesy as hell mm. the way it was done. Yeah, like everything about it was cheesy. But the story was so fundamentally pure and good that I still end up liking it, even though the story. This goes for almost everything. The story's the book's better. Yeah. But um, the basic premise in that is the monster was the same monster in every other movie. It was the regular human beings. The monsters were just oh. being persecuted and killed for no real reason. That sounds like another story I know. <laughs> like uh, our history as a species. I am legend. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. <laughs> oh, either I am legend. You know, where we're the actual monsters. You know, or, <laughs> or yeah, or the or history of the human else. race. All yeah. of humans. <laughs> all of humanity. But a bye. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing, guys. So let's face it. What do we? What do humans do better than anybody? Yeah. We kill. Kill things. <laughs> well, that's what we're bred for. That's why we are the top of the food chain. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> Boy, boy. See what I meant, guys? This is why I told you about my cat. <laughs> yeah, we're going to dark places now. Uh, we really seem to be. Yes. Um, so what else are you watching, buddy? Uh, I think that's Wow. It. Last time you were just like, you, oh. you'd gone through like 50 movies and like four TV shows. Somewhere. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I think that's all I've been watching, yeah, to be honest with you. Well, we've only been watching one show, and um, I have to say, it's... Let me get the good out of the way. It's seven seasons long, mm. and it was great background noise. We're almost done. We're in the last season, thank God. Um, and that is the 100. I'd mentioned it before. Yeah. And they have a neat little premise. The problem is, and I'd mentioned already that it's a phi, because they just don't give two shits about science. Um, 
I've never witnessed such bad writing ever. Like it is epic. <laughs> it's almost so bad it's good. Like it it blows my mind. Like just to give an example of the I'm going to call them paradoxes because the story just stops making sense because it's like the writers just give ran out of fuck sometime like four <laughs> or five seasons ago. Um, you would go nuts. I almost want to watch you watch this show. Yeah. Because you would be throwing things. Because they do not care about science whatsoever. Just a blatant disregard, almost a hostility towards science. <laughs> and it would drive you insane. Yeah, but um, there's one scene where this, uh, we'll just say mother, for lack of a better term. You got this girl, Clark, if anybody watches the show. Clark's worried about her daughter. I can't remember her daughter's name. It's not really her daughter, but we're going to say it's her daughter anyway. And it's one of those, you're not going anywhere because it's not safe. I'm your mother kind of thing. You're not going anywhere. Literally, two minutes later, mom is like, you know what? Why don't you go take out the bad guys? And I'm going to go in the other direction to take out these other bad guys. Oh. And I like literally had Mikkel's pause it. I'm like, wasn't she just saying like it's not safe, you can't go anywhere, and now it's not only is it safe, you go to where the bad guys are alone within two minutes with just no real explanation as to what changed. It's like that two different writers and they didn't compare notes. <laughs> yeah, it's just and this is that's just an example. Yeah. Shit like this happens all the time where they just it's like they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like it's I almost think when someone gets killed now, like they're just going to show up because fuck it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> In the last episode, it was all a dream. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. They wouldn't even take the time to tell you it's a dream. They'd be like, eh, yeah, whatever. They're back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just nonsense after nonsense. Um, so that being said, it's been good background noise. Yeah. And um, I will say that it has let me get a little bit of gaming in. So uh, that that's uh, the... That's what I like about the show right now. Yeah. It's let me get a little bit of gaming. gaming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I got to say, I don't recommend it, um, but it's it's good background noise. Um, we're on season, I'll put it this way, we're in season seven, and there's like two characters that are okay, um, but I don't care about anybody. Yeah. The main characters couldn't give less of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a multitask show. Yeah. Yep, it entirely is. So, uh, all right, buddy, what are you playing, man? What I'm playing is, uh, well, I start, uh, you know, I finished that one game last week. The um, uh, what game I finished last week? It was um, not Death Stranding. Oh, Evil Within Two. Oh, Evil Within Two. So yeah. I finished Evil Within. So I want to stay in the horror theme. So I, I uh, started up Metro Exodus. Okay. Yeah. Which is it, that the one I played? No, no. There's okay. a new game. You probably play it. There was Metro 2033, and there was Metro Part Two, whatever it was called. Yeah, I don't remember what I played, but yeah, I played one of them. Yeah. Uh, so this is the third one and it only came out in the last, like, you know, this year it's, it's a newer one. Way too rich for my blood. Yeah. So I probably paid 40 bucks for it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It is a horror game. So the, yes. So <laughs> I'll start by saying the game is beautiful and the game is, you know, where I found the first two games were, they were pretty linear. Um, but you could still get lost in it so, because they didn't really tell you where to go. Yeah. So that's, uh, you yeah. know, I can get lost. There. Yeah. So I didn't find that I could get lost in a linear game. <laughs> Um, so they decided in this version to be an open world. So you can pretty much, you know, it's a, it's, you can't go anywhere you want in the whole world, but in this area you can go just about and do any, anything in order you want. Okay. And it kind of looks like Fallout 3, 
but modern graphics. So it kind of has that feel to it. That's you know? pretty cool. So it's very cool looking. Uh, is the Ooh, game fun? Sensing a butt. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 so it's it's get a solid May plus meh plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I want to see if the story gets better, but right now just a lot of like you know hop on a boat, row for like two seconds, go on an island, climb out. Fight a couple monsters, find some people, sneak around. A lot of sneaking in the game. Oh, you know, I and, love that. Yeah, so uh, I, we'll see. I'll get back to it. So I got bored with that. <laughs> so um, I felt like, you know, I was watching YouTube videos and I was like, you know what? I need to go back into VR. I miss VR because I really do like VR. And I modded up, I cleaned up, and I, I made sure it was perfect. Start a fresh, brand new game of Fallout 4 VR. Oh, nice. Who are you helping? What's that? Who are you going to help? Oh, I don't know who I'm going to help this time, but I'm going to start with the Brotherhood because you have to start with the Brotherhood to, at first, even if you betray them, because you get the castle as your home base. Yeah, yeah. And I have a mod that cleans up the castle grounds, so it'll be easier to create walls and stuff. So I'm not playing the game because I want to complete it. I'm playing the game because I decided that I want to do some major building nice. <laughs> in the game. So I'm not going to play the main storyline really much at all. I'm going to build the best base ever. Nice. <laughs> so that's literally what I do. And, and But I was playing it, and I, you know, it's been out for a while, and I got the new Index headset. So I'm like, there's got to be some you know, settings I can set so it looks better, plays better. And I followed all the instructions I could find on the Reddit and interwebs. And I get in there and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. Nice. And it just is a well-made game. And yeah, I it's fig- a great game, yeah. And the best thing, I, uh, this is stupid, the best thing I, I, best mod I'm running is one that fixes the dialogue options instead of saying one word dialogue options, which I hate in the game. Yeah. You know, it's like, eh. You know, you couldn't tell. They actually list this whole sentence. Oh, nice. And it's made for VR. I'm using actual VR-specific uh, mods. Yeah. So it looks great on the screen. They fix the scope, so when you go to shoot somebody, you look down in the scope, all of a sudden your whole screen is nothing but the scope. Nice. And you look, and you shoot people's heads off. I no, mean, come on. Never ceases to be I gotta. I actually <laughs> got to go back to those games because, uh, well, one, I got I did buy three on GOG. Mm. I have it on Steam. Don't bother. Yeah. Waste, don't waste your time, folks. No. Buy it on Crash Google a lot. Games. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Captain Crash a lot. It's, it was made it borderline unplayable. Yeah. Um, but good old games, you know, it'll work. And yeah. that's a great game. Uh, four, I played the shit out of because yeah. it, it stable. didn't crash. <laughs> yeah, it didn't crash. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, the graphics, yeah, four definitely looks way better than three, but yeah. I'll be honest, that that didn't do it for, I mean, it was nice, but yeah. it wasn't, it didn't put it that far above a three for me. No. It was just the fact that it was finally stable for me. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is so much better. Yeah. But in a lot of regards, honestly, three, I could make the argument three is a better game. Definitely um, had some, mo- especially has first. The first time you, very first time you you ever play the game, you can't re re. I wish you could forget the game. Yeah, and play it and again. come out of the vault again for the first time. No, I know it's fun. And it actually they they did a genius thing where you're blinded when it first came out. Yeah, and everything slowly comes into focus. Uh, yep, I love that. Now just well done. They're just great games, and their use yeah. of music is genius. Um, oh, great! Yeah, but but both those games are phenomenal. I, I know we've talked about them before, but there's something about the VR, and it's so clear now. You know, they because. You know, I have three headsets because I'm obsessed with VR technology. You are? Uh, and uh, if if I go back, I wouldn't, bought, wouldn't have purchased a second one because it was a marginal improvement. Yeah. But the set I have now, the Index, oh, it's so much better than the nice. first one. 
so much clearer and I can't wait to see what comes out next because yeah. the new video cards are coming out. That's how the technology kind of goes. It depends what video cards and CPUs are coming out. Then they can make the better VR headsets that is yeah. capable of running two tiny screens, both 120 frames per second. Yeah. So you need a really decent computer to play these things. Uh, but just walking around, I can't, I can't get over it. I've said this before, just pl- launching the game and just walking around. Oh, yeah. You're like, this is amazing in VR. Yep. Sky so blue, and and I'm like, you know, normally when you play the game, like when you first start the game, you're in your character creation, and when you're playing it without a PC, you see the person's head and stuff like that, and you can't do anything. In VR, they don't lock you down. You can just like, you're in the beginning of the game, you're just looking around and no, checking nice, out the yeah. room, and it's like, you, wherever you point your head, that's what you're looking at. Oh, yeah. And that is something you can't replicate it with a, you know, 2D screen. The way it trips your brain up to that sense of space yeah. is amazing to me. Yeah, it feels so wide open, you know? Oh, yeah. And this is lame. So I have a fan next to me where I sit, and I purposely turn it on before I get into VR, because when I'm outside, I can feel a breeze. <laughs> oh, that's great. And it really feels like I'm outside. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I don't like going outside in real life, but in VR, I'll go outside you, all day. You've simulated it, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, I've simulated it perfectly. It's great. It's great. Yeah, going outside, and I can shoot things. It's great. Yep. So uh, I'm a big fan of Fallout 4 VR. I think it's... <sighs> I like both those games. I mean, it's worth it's worth it's it, it's finally I think it's starting to get worth buying VR. I don't think it was worth it like two years ago, but now they're starting to come out with games for it. That and and you're not just getting Bethesda money. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt I will have VR eventually, but I just don't. Oh, if you wait long enough, people will take this one from me. Well, that's the thing. Well, yeah, I'm just outwaiting you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not to the point where it's like holy crap, gotta have that. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, and if I just outweigh you, uh, yeah, if I just weigh you out, which won't be hard, um, yeah, I'll have like twelve of them before I know it. Yeah, because I'm you'll just keep buying them every you know two years or a year or whatever. Yeah, cause I can't help it because I'm looking for the perfect experience, and it's close. It's so silly. It's like a TV set. I like what I have now, but they switched to LCD LCD screens instead of OLED, mm-hmm. and I miss the dark blacks of the older generation. Although the graphics are better in this version, so it's not. Um, it's a little washed out. Even though it's better looking, if that makes any no, sense. No, I know you, I know exactly what you've shown me, actually. Yeah. So that's why I know exactly what yeah. you mean. So I'm waiting for the better TV set. So once they come out with this resolution, with this FPS and you know refresh rate, and it's OLED, I don't care if it's two grand, I'll probably buy it. No. Your TV now is freaking beautiful TV. Yeah, it's old. Um, it's only 1080p. I can't live like this. It's awesome. You're living in Stone Age. Well, they, that's um, what they, I was picking up games, though. They said the next you know, phase of gaming is upon us because like TVs, you know, for a while, the four by three was the norm and then widescreen became the norm. And then it went to 1080p became the norm. And now it's 4k gaming is going to be. So every game's being made that's coming out would be made to be able to play in 4k. 4K, Yeah. So that's going to become the norm now for all games and all computer systems. All the new game systems coming out is 4k so this is going to look like garbage in, you know, five years from now. Oh, absolutely. This will be the low end of a 1080p screen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting that we're now on that precipice of, you know, it's time for the newer, better graphics. Oh, um, yeah. We just made another another leap, basically, yeah. with these graphics cards. Yeah. Um, and AMD, I saw, just released uh, their their flavors. Um, they have their, yeah, so here's the thing. Yeah. Sounds like they're going to be able to hold their own at a fraction of the cost. At the fraction of the cost, and if you actually get the Ryzen CPU with it, mm-hmm. they can actually increase another 10 to 12% nice. with the, if actually using their, so at the longest time, I always said, 
and you asked me one time, what's the best video card mm -hmm. with the best CPU with the best gaming? And for the longest time, it's like you get the Intel, mm -hmm. you get the NVIDIA, but now the story's changing. And I'm glad because you need competition in this in this space. Yeah. Because Intel has been kind of resting on its laurels, not really innovating. Um, NVIDIA has been doing a pretty good job, but they charge an arm and a leg. And, yep. and it's hard to get their stuff right now. I am an NVIDIA guy, though, I have to say. It's but, what's inside. Yeah, what's, it's what's inside. But <laughs> they have... Um, they're they're coming back pretty hard. They got the, all the ray tracing, all that stuff, and the new AMD stuff. I saw that. And I'm waiting for the reviews. I think I don't think anyone can get a physical one for another three weeks. Yeah. But the guy I watched, Linus um, um, Tech, he's Linus Te Linus Techs, I think. Yeah, Linus not, Tech. Mm. It's not Linus Torvalds. Oh, okay. Linux. I was going to ask. It's uh, Linus Tech. I read his autobiography. He's, by the way, go figure. He, he's awesome. Um, <clears throat> He said, wait three weeks. He goes, you know, I'm a big fan of NVIDIA, but wait three weeks. Let us review and see really is as good yeah. as the top-end NVIDIA. Oh, yeah. Less course. power um, consumption, so it'll be cooler. So it, it might be awesome. Because I do want to build we'll a computer see. at some point because I want to be able to play, to run my VR better. Yeah. Because even the VR heads I have now, I can't crank it all the settings all the way up. Mm -hmm. I can't max it out. Sure. Because my CPU is too old and my video card is still the, uh, you know, 1080 series so yeah it's crazy yeah so there so I'm, I'm doing good i've waited the whole two they, generations to not yeah exactly to, you know i've been waiting patiently because i knew that the 2000 series they had a ray tracing and it wasn't that big of a deal but now it's a big deal oh yeah i mean i know we're gonna be at most i think i'm a year and a half away from pretty much upgrading everything because the, you know these laptops are great that we bought uh, i do like these but MSI. the msis yeah um and I think we've mentioned that before. You know, mm -hmm. I bought a. I asked Kevin for some help getting a laptop, and uh, I got it. I, I think he made it two weeks before he bought the same laptop, <laughs> only slightly better because he cheats. No, because that's um, all they had. They didn't have the exact same. It was the exact same model, though. <laughs> it was the same model. Your balls, I can slightly care different less. CPU. Though. Whatever, cheater. Um, slightly better. It's uh, see, like I said, yeah, cheater. Um, <laughs> Gives me all point two frames per second. With that, um, oh, but oh. I know why the video cards that connect to the SSD. Yeah, all oh, the new video cards do that now. The, there's no competing. Yeah, the, the, like that's not a fair fight at all. <laughs> yeah, because direct streaming, direct communication to the SSD is what the new consoles have. Yeah, apparently the PlayStation is supposed to be a little bit better than the Xbox on that regard, but those features are now coming to video cards. So. I gotta say, I have no desire to buy the Xbox for multiple reasons. Primarily, I'd never be able to figure out which one it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, your PC argument is a strong one, yeah. and I don't know. I guess if I had to pick, I'd always pick PlayStation, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. Brand loyalty? I have no idea what that is. Well, I think that's you can get a PC. You're going to have a PC no matter what. So oh, you can play all those games is, already. Yeah. So the exclusive games that come out of PlayStation, they do have some great exclusive. You haven't played them yet because you're too busy playing all these race car games, but there's some great exclusive PlayStation games. <laughs> I can't help it. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, someday you got to play Last of Us. Oh. Eventually I will. Yeah, but see, um, that's a commitment game too. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm guessing, but yeah. that's not a, like, oh, I'll play this a little bit and I'll come back to it later. Yeah. Well, um, you it's not as bad because it's not an open world game. Yeah. So it's not as horrible as some games like, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2. That one takes, you know, yeah, you a month. To exactly. Play You're going to be in there for a while. Yeah. I can finish. Um, I played Last of Us so much. I could finish in probably two days. Um, and I usually take about an hour break. But about two days straight, <laughs> straight I yeah, take a break. Exactly. 
<laughs> I sleep for one hour. Yeah, I sleep for one Two hour. Days. Yeah, you should see when I watch all three of the uh, Lord of the Rings movies back to back. That's great. The extended editions, they're three hours That's a piece. That's the only way to do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And every now and then I turn them on and go to sleep. Just because I like the music. The music, yeah. I turn it kind of low. It is a good sound. Yeah, and I just um, kind of fall asleep to Lord of the Rings. I can't fall asleep to a TV. That's weird, yeah. It drives Michael's crazy because she loves to fall asleep to a TV, yeah. but I cannot. I can't. It puts me right to sleep, especially if it's like, you know, not a real, like, super action-packed uh, movie or something like that, and something that's like nice, peaceful music like Lord of the Rings. I kind of like... I, I can't help it. I listen. Because, frankly, in Lord of the Rings, all they do is walk yep. for three movies, so it's around. not yep. that much action, you Just know? Me. Yep. For, like, ten minutes, yeah, at the castle scene in the middle movie, but that didn't wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> I just slept. God, I was listening. I, was, I listened to a podcast. Actually, I give him a shout out. Stuff you should know. Um, Josh and Chuck. They talk about just random science stuff. Yeah. And I don't remember where they're talking about, but they're saying that the you know their tourism board was saying something like, "Oh, we have cross country skiing and hiking and snowshoeing." And I think it was Josh said, "So you have three different types of walking available." <laughs> That's pretty good. It's just great. Because, yeah. yeah, that's basically, yeah, that's about the gist of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're offering multiple forms of walking here. Um, but, yeah. Anywho. So, um, yeah, that was it. That was. Um, oh, yeah. That's all I've done here. Yeah. Wow. That's something. Um, yeah. yeah. It wasn't as busy this week as it was uh, previous weeks. Um, I don't know. I, um, I've been, a, I guess I've been a busy being a man of speaking. Um, Oh, actually, we could definitely have a game to talk about because um, Kevin and I played a game last, last oh, yeah, week. True. In fact, let's just jump right into that. So, I, yeah. I God damn, Phantasmophobia? <laughs> I have no, no phobia. I have no fucking. I can't <laughs> get the name of this game right to yeah. save my life. Honestly, it's all over the internet. It, yeah. it is the thing. And Kevin and I only were able to play for maybe, what, 45 minutes? Um, <laughs> and there's two things that are hysterical about this. But I have to say, um, well, spoiler alert, if you've never played the game, um, we're going to talk about it a bit. And if you want to go in completely surprised, then we're going to fuck that up for you. So just be aware. Oh, it's um, actually a real word that means fear of ghosts, by the way. Oh, phasmophobia is a fear of ghosts. Okay, it that's is. actually a really great name. So phasmophobia is the name of the game. Um, and it is basically, it is like all the ghost hunter videos that I watch. And I think I've talked about those before. I've got this weird fetish because I don't believe in ghosts. And um, so I watch the videos that are evidence of ghosts. And I find it hysterical because I just think it's so great that we always jump to the it must be the dead but um it is i know we've talked <laughs> i know we've talked about that on other episodes but in this game it's a co-op game and kevin and i have not played anywhere near enough and i think i spent because i bought this for both of us because it's just i'm telling you man it just popped up on the internet like all over everyone's like oh, this is the scariest game ever um and i think it was 15 bucks somewhere in that neighborhood yeah. So I bought Kevin and I a copy, and we started playing for the first time last week. And you become the ghost hunter. And so you're using all the ghost hunting tools, and I'm doing air quotes. Um, you know, so you've got you've got a flashlight that's black to look for fingerprints. You've got the voice squawk box thing so the ghost can talk to you. There's Ouija boards. Um, the, and you basically go into these these houses, and you try to find evidence of the ghosts. And uh, the the game mechanic is basically if you spend too long in the house, you start to go crazy, and that's more or less how you lose. And as you go crazy, you see more and more stuff, um, which was cool too, by the way, because I, I should have realized it, but we we're really just learning the game. Um, I kept seeing the ghost and taking pictures, but she never shows up in the pictures. 
because she was never there. I was going crazy. I should have mm. left the house the first time I took a picture and she wasn't in it. Yeah. But um, we've, we're playing this, and there's two funny things about it. One is um, I don't think I had a single jump scare. Oh. Did I? Like, well, I mean, they popped up. I don't think a single jump scare got me. Yeah. I mean, th- I think one came close when I ran at you once. Yeah, you, oh, you're right. The scariest <laughs> yeah. thing, the thing that got me closest to a jump scare was Kevin just literally charging me. <laughs> it had nothing to do yeah. with the, the yeah. game characters. You didn't even did jump scare when you were stuck at the house with the, the, our only successful mission. I thought that was fantastic. You mean yeah. the very end? The very end where you're like, yeah, the ghost isn't letting yeah. you out. Kevin and I are running out, and yeah. Kevin get, is just like a couple paces before me, and he gets through the door, and the door just closes, and never to be opened again. Yeah, he was done. And I applauded. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, and I left. And yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kevin jumped quite a few times. It is definitely scary. Um, oh, God, I wish we were on camera because at one point we're using the squawk box and Kevin asked, and this is a fun mechanic, you say things aloud. So when you're like talking to the ghost, you're literally saying, who are you? Where are you? Um, things like that. And at one point Kevin's doing and he says, where are you? And you just hear close. <laughs> the look on your yeah, face, like, dude. <laughs> did it just say close? <laughs> look on your face was awesome. I'll be in the truck. Yeah, okay, I got. I gotta go. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I think I hear somebody yeah. calling me. I gotta gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, but yeah, it's a fun, fun game so far. I don't know about you. I think it's a hoot. It was I'm, a blast. A great time. Especially when we start figuring out how the, the game does not hold your hand. Not at all. On how to play it. No, they're like, all. fuck you. There's some ghosts in there. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. <laughs> And I think we fi- we were failing every mission, and then the one mission had a you know whiteboard, and it says her name was Donna or something like that. Oh yeah, she was pissed when I said. And they that. said she gets angry if you use her name, and you use her name, and I'm like, okay, we we kept guessing the because you got to guess uh, three clues on yep. what kind of ghost it is, and we had one left, and I had a, a tool in my hand that never really registered. But then you made her angry. I go, let me come in while you made her angry. And it went off. I'm like, oh, it's it's this one. This is the right clue. And I'm like, let's run. And I ran out of there and you ran behind me and he didn't make it. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great though. I wasn't far behind you. Yeah, no. I, I mean, like, I saw you run out of that door yeah, yeah. and then saw the door. Yeah, close. I said, we got to run because I think we got it. And I think you're making the ghost angry. And oh, yeah. Y- y- you did. I did. <laughs> you did. And yep. he didn't pull through. Well, it was funny yeah. too because I, I realized this after you'd left, but at one point, like you saw, you had a couple jump scares because you're like, oh, there's a ghost. And at one yeah. point, I'm like, oh, there she is. She's coming to get me. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, that's like a jump scare, but I'm I'm not describing it as such. I'm just yeah. all excited. Like, oh, there she is. <laughs> there she is. Yeah. <laughs> me, I, I jumped several <laughs> times because, I mean, and I've seen other people playing online, the Ouija board does kind of give you clues too. Oh, yeah. So it just, that's freaky. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good. It's well done. I'm enjoying it. But then uh, what makes it even funnier is so we're playing this game and. We didn't use headphones. You really should use headphones for this game. Yeah. We weren't. Uh, so we we're just yelling at our laptops, and um, which we'll be doing anyway, even with the headphones, yeah. quite frankly. But so then, uh, you know, on show nights, I end up staying up a little late. My wife goes to bed earlier. Um, I come to bed, and my wife's, you know, as far as I know, sound asleep. I'm getting in the bed, and she's like, Who are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah. <she's young. laughs> Which is funny because that's not the first game that did that to me. There was a game like for the Xbox 360. I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. I think it was called Police Squad or something like that. Or I, and you used to have to use a microphone for that game. Okay. And you used to, you used to yell them to get down. 
Nice. And get down. You get down, you know, put your hands behind your back and stuff oh, like that's that. Awesome. And you just have to yell at the game with that. It had voice recognition back then. Oh, we talked about this before which the show. Which is weird to do. <laughs> too, actually. The last yeah. good jump scare I had. Oh, I want to talk about that game, too, actually. Um, I don't know yeah. if I ever closed the loop. Uh, the House on the Hill, that game. Yeah. I beat it. It's, um, I want to say it's like six bucks. It's worth six bucks. It's like five chapters. The first one was awesome. The others, eh. Yeah. Um, but that gave me one jump scare. But, um... It's uh, now I got so excited about House on the Hill. I don't know if I actually closed the loop on that one, yeah. but um, I definitely did play that. Uh, but I forgot what my other point was. Um, but these jump scares are they're they're cheap cheap thrills, and I keep looking for them because I mm. find it funny. Oh, I know what it was. The last good jump scare I had. Yeah. House on the Hill gave me one. It was stupid. I walked through a door and something flew before me, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Mm. And it got me though, so it made me laugh. Um, last one that made me jump, I was actually playing Need for Speed Rivals, and the cops started coming after me. And next thing you know, you just get the breaker like, oh, "We have a guy in a car coming to get him now." Yeah, it did it through the speaker on the microphone, mm. and I pretty much hit my pants because I did not expect that, and it was extremely loud. Yeah, <laughs> it was in something that was in my hand. <laughs> That's yeah. the last good jump scare I had. Yeah, it's weird. You <laughs> never realize when you first get the PlayStation, there's a little speaker in the controller, but there is. And yeah. Yeah, I learned, or I was reminded it rather abruptly, because yeah. I did not see that coming, and I'm telling you, I yeah. pretty much crapped my pants, because that scared the hell Jeez. right out of me. I was like, oh my yeah. God. And I'm pretty sure they made the PlayStation 5 controller even better, where it has a speaker and a microphone. Nice. So you don't have to use a headset to play any games That's if you didn't neat. want to. You could just yell at your controller. Yeah, yell at your controller, which I do anyway sometimes, yes. so it works out. But yeah, so we'll keep you posted if we play this Phantasmophobia, because I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to playing some more tonight. Yeah. And um, I don't know. So far, I'm liking it. What do you think? I, I It scares the crap out of me. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool what they did here. Yeah. Like, I give them props just for, you know, yeah. just for the, the style of game. It's unique. So it's fun. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a fun game. I, I do like those kind of games. I, I've always been a fan of the horror genre. Yeah. Even though I do have a 12-year-old girl locked in me somewhere that is just scared of everything. It makes it more fun for me. It, yeah. It's weird that, you know, that that's in me. I just I'll keep get you scared. safe, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, keep you safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did, do a bad, you did a bad job last game. You died. Yeah, actually, I won't <laughs> keep you safe at all. Yeah, exactly. I'll die in your presence, and I'll laugh when you jump. But, yeah. um, but it'll be entertaining. And the game's weird when you die, too, because I died once in the earlier mm-hmm. game. And I'm like, <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. And I'm like, I can see you. And you're like, can you? I'm like, yeah, I can see you. And then you went and ducked behind a garbage can. And yeah. He goes, can you see me now? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I can see you next to the garbage can. <laughs> it's just because I'm being stupid and I love it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can see you. But it's weird that how you're in like it's an alternate universe, but he could see everything. Yeah. It was kind no of uh, Lord of the Rings, actually, once again. Yeah. It was like yeah. when he uh, when he put on the With ring. With the ring, yeah. 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 Too funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was just me being stupid. I knew you could see me. (laughs) And he's saying hiding behind the garbage can. He just ducks. And I'm like, what are you, a cat? You think you can see only your eyes? And I'm like, I'm I'm hiding. You can't see me. I keep myself entertained, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, Too funny. So, um... So playing wise, uh, I've been playing a few things actually. Um, so Need for Speed play, uh, Payback played the shit out of that. That's the one you just got for free, and I have to say, um, it's got to be my least favorite Need for Speed. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, you um, can't stop playing it. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just my least favorite. It's not a bad game. It mm-hmm. really isn't. It's just um, I don't like the way they. You kind of have to level up each car. 
Yeah. And that annoys me. Um, you know, with the other games, you can kind of just earn money, and then you can take any car, just sink a shit ton of money into it, and it'll be a good car. And uh, that way you can kind of drive around whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. This, you kind of have to work it. It's annoying. But uh, I did beat it. Um, just because, you know, got to beat it. Um, did you I, platinum it? I did not crush it. No, there's so much. These games are, there's a lot of value in a Need for Speed game because you got your story. And usually they'll have multiple stories too, or sometimes they have multiple stories. But um, then you've got all these events that are outside of the story that you can do. And then they have all these collectibles that you could just go around and find if you wanted to. So there's tons of shit you can do, but I didn't do any of those. I just basically did the story and called it a day. Um, Because the concept was if you ended up wanting to play that, that I'd be able to help you in some way. But I'll be frank, I don't know so much I can. I mean, I could tell you a bit about how to play it, but that's about it. But... um, I have two other games. I, I uh, well, one I started playing is called The Evil Within. I, oh, the first one. I decided to reinstall it, and goddamn, that o- opening yeah. scene is still yeah. just as good as still ever. Still good. And yes, it yeah. it was like, do you want to continue? And I said no. Yeah. Because I couldn't tell you where I left off. Yeah. Um, I'm on. I needed the refresher. I really did, and yeah. so I think I'm on chapter five now. I just basically. Um, Saw the weird doctor dude, like the you're you you're with the one doctor that was in the ambulance with you. You meet his brother, who's all yeah. fucked up. I just basically yeah. killed his brother, um, cheating like hell, which <laughs> is interesting. I want to talk to you about it because um, well, one, it's funny because that opening scene, cheating like hell, means nothing. No, in fact, the first chapter, I'm, I'm I don't think it matters if you're cheating or not. It means nothing. If he gets you, you're fucked. It, you're dead. It does not matter. Yeah. Um, you can have infinite health all you want. He cares not. No. Um, one hit kill. <laughs> yep, one hit kill. And uh, and goddamn that fucker with the chainsaw getting by him with the where you got to throw bottles is annoying as shit. But I you know made it through that fairly quickly too. At least I knew what to do. Um, but the cheat I'm using tweaks out the game, so all I can use the only item I can use is the pistol. <laughs> so I picked up a shotgun. Can't use shotgun. Why not? But here's the trade-off, and yeah. I th- and I'm fine with it because I think my trade-off is worth it. So mm. all I can use is the pistol. However, my pistol never runs out of ammo and never needs to be reloaded. Okay. So I mean, literally, in the one screen where they have like the village come at you, where there's like 20 of them, I wasn't paying attention. I think I was watching TV, but I was with you, and I look up, and there's fucking zombies all <laughs> around me, and I just open fire. Yeah. I mean, I I must have shot 300 bullets. I mean, I was just. <laughs> mowing them down and uh yeah so i I think it's just fine but um i found that to be an interesting little tweak and i realized i just don't care it's basically i'm just getting through and doing the story anyway um it's fun it's um it's not a game i can play when anything else is going on though so that's why it takes me a little while because i need to basically just um like if mix in the room, I can't play it because I, I need to listen to that game. I need to know what's going on. Like it's a, one yeah. of those commitment ones, you know. I suppose yeah. I could put on headphones, but I haven't. Um, so I'll keep you posted. Um, I don't know how many chapters that game is, but again, I'm yeah, I'm pretty early. <clears throat> so chapter five ish. Yeah, something tells me there's like at least fifteen, but I don't. Remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm basically chasing the kid right now, so yeah. we'll keep that up for a while. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, I think I made it maybe, the first time I played it, I think I made it maybe two, three chapters beyond this. And that was it, maybe to chapter eight. I don't really remember, but um, I'm not terribly far from where it's all new content to me kind of thing, you know? Uh, so, again, keep you posted on that. 
there's another game I played though, and this was I. It's exactly what I wanted to play. To be honest with you, it's a game called Dead Effect, and um, I have Dead Effect Two actually as well. And it's a first-person shooter, and you're basically shooting zombies. Hmm. And um, the story is you're shooting zombies. I don't know. What, I didn't pay attention to what the story is. I don't really care. Um, something about space. You're on a spaceship, maybe for yeah. reasons on there's zombies. You shoot them. I, I don't know what the story is. Uh, so yeah. So I played through it once. I'm probably gonna play through it again. Uh, again, no idea what the story is. Um, not sure what the point is. Um, I think it's a, killing zombies. You run around and shoot zombies, and yeah, that might be the point. Awesome fun. Yeah, it's mm. absolutely great. You get to uh, buy weapons and kind of customize them a bit and pick what you want to kill zombies with and then you get to go kill zombies and uh mm. i gotta say man i i i would love to know the number out of all the games i've ever played of <laughs> just zombies how many yeah, zombies how have many? you killed because it's a stupid big number yeah and um yeah it's uh it's fun but you mm. know what's really fun about it is i don't remember buying dead effect mm. but i have dead effect and dead effect 2 i didn't even know what they were I was yeah. going through my Steam library saying, what do I have that I haven't played that I should? And I go to the store page and I said, boy, that game looks pretty good. I'd buy it. Oh, in fact, I already have. Let me just install it. Oh. And uh, so that was the game I was really playing is like, what do I actually own yeah. that I bought on some sale that I literally don't remember? Don't remember getting. Yeah. So reasonable to assume that I found Dead Effect 1 and 2 for guaranteed less than 10 bucks. I'm guessing probably 5 or less if I bought yeah. them because I've never even heard of the games before. Yeah, me neither. Um. So I was going to install Dead Effect 2 because I already beat Dead Effect 1. It helps when you're cheating and you don't die. And um, Same cheats, to be honest with you. I just don't die. I don't yeah. run out of ammo and I don't reload. Um, just no time for these things. Yeah. Um, and you you could make the argument, how is that fun? I have no idea. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. There's no challenge whatsoever yeah. and still enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was going to install Dead Effect 2 to give that a go. And I said, you know what? I don't think I'm done with Dead Effect 1. <laughs> need to go through it a couple times. Yeah. See if you can glean a little bit of story. I think, yeah, I think yeah, somebody was there. still alive. And yeah. i got to shoot them more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, i got to say, I enjoy it. Um, <laughs> my, awesome. my weapons of choice is I use a big uh, revolver because that's fun. And then a uh, arrow, a uh, little crossbow with exploding arrows because hmm. it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I'll keep you posted on those games. Um I don't think it's a. I'll put it this way. I want to be like, dude, you got to buy this. You got to try this. Um, but if you're looking for run around for a few hours mindlessly, kill things, yeah, you could do a lot, lot worse than that. So, before we move on, because we got some music to talk about, my friend. Yep. Um, you know, if if I'm a tutor and I'm listening, maybe this is my first time listening, and I want to interact. Like, you <laughs> know, we talked about some shows already, and maybe I'm thinking, boy. You guys have to watch this, or I bet you guys would like this, or you guys think Penny Dreadful was good. You guys suck. Um, or maybe you've been playing something like, hey, you guys played this, man. You like Dead Effect? Boy, you're going to love that game. Um, things of that nature. If you want to interact with us, we would love to hear from you. Yes. And uh, each and every one of you. And uh, ideally, you have nice things to say. But if you don't, we'd like to hear those too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Kevin, how do they do it? If I'm a tutor and I want to contact us, what do I do? Well, head over to our tootcast.net webpage. Uh, here you will find pa links um, on a page called links. And on that page, you will see a link that says email us at toot at tootcast.net. Uh, another thing you'll find on our page is a Patreon page. And the reason I bring that up is because we have a Patreon. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yay. Uh, thank you, Audrey. Uh, she's now. Thank you. 
yeah, she's our patron, and um, as she put it in a message to me, she says she's now our boss. That's fantastic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so she does have a request uh, for us to talk about something, you know, so we can we can decide to follow her orders or not. Um, <laughs> ever so curious what the something is? She wants us to talk about a show that she liked as a as a youngin called Darth uh, Darth Darth <laughs> Darth Vader, uh, Dark Shadows. <laughs> I know of the show you speak of, but yeah. I um. Actually, that was it. I'm done. <laughs> that was that, it. That's, I, I know, I know of, of the show you speak of is all I can say about that. But uh, Audrey, sincerely, thank you for the contributions. Definitely appreciate it. And they will go towards, uh, well, the show, quite frankly. Yeah, um, if you... Um, oh, yeah. T- uh, admission fans, um, we're going to be waiting on the green screen because somebody hasn't ordered it yet. What am I oh, supposed wait, to order? No, it's me. I'm, oh. I'm supposed to order it. No, I was just saying it like that way so they think it was you. But yeah, oh. I, I just haven't ordered it yet. I've added it to my card, I think. Yeah, so Dark Shadows, and growing up in um, the household that I'm, you know, lived in as a child, I saw a lot of old shows. Mm-hmm. Dark Shadows, you know, the original Star Trek TV series, you know, the Lost in Space TV series. So I watch a lot of shows from the 60s. Yeah. This was also another show from the 60s as well. And it's kind of an, uh, kind of an interesting story. There was a movie that Johnny Depp, put out I remember that I didn't I watch. I don't think people liked it very much. I don't think people liked it, but it was based on this TV series. So this TV series... It uh, was like a monster soap opera, wasn't it? Like a vampire soap opera? Literally, and No. Uh, literally, it's a gothic soap opera, which the whole premise of it was just a rich family, um, the Collins family. They called it a gothic soap opera. And the premise was that this family was just their rich family. They're living in a mansion in Maine. And their trials and tribulations of living in this house. And every now and then, a supernatural event would occur. And you would rarely even see them, but you would hear, you know, the chairs moving around or okay. ghosts. But nothing much happened. It really was just... Did they acknowledge the ghosts? Every now and again, they did. But so what happened was they weren't really getting... And this is funny. The show ran from June 27th, 1966 to April 2nd, 1971. And because it was on, it was a soap opera, so it was on every day. Yeah. So it's one thousand two hundred twenty-five episodes. Jeez. Uh, that they produced. Wow. It, it was the first show on ABC, I believe it was, that was ever in color. Because you see on the screen now, it was in black and white when yeah. it started. So first um, soap opera ever to be recorded in color, because it became color at some point. And it's the f- only soap opera that have three uh, movies that was spinoffs from the, from as oh, well. Okay. Um, not including the Johnny Depp one. There's actually three wow. movies with this cast of characters in it. And it was, and I was looking it up, and it wasn't till like nine months, ten months into the show where they're like, oh, we're having trouble with the ratings. Maybe we should introduce a temporary character um, named Barnabas Collins, who was, and they didn't even mention it for another 80 episodes that he was a vampire. Okay. So they, So they... Introduced his character. They were going to have him for like three weeks, and then he was going to stab into the heart and done. Their ratings went up 60% awesome. the day they put it out. And apparently, it was on at a time slot where it was like right after school for kids. Okay. So teenagers watch this show. Yeah. So he, before Twilight, <laughs> that he was... Barnaby uh, Barnabas Barnabas Collins. Collins <laughs> Barnaby Collins. Yeah, I know. Um, 40-year-old man at the time. Was a heartthrob. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> and he great. wasn't like a really good-looking man in today's standards, but people just liked him. 
the he was a quiet guy, and he was the first like sympathetic vampire. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so before then, vampires were like, oh, they're gonna kill you, oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah, scary, blah, drink the blood, scary monsters. Yeah, th- th- this <laughs> guy. Yeah, so I have seen a lot of these episodes growing up. Yeah, and so. Did it grow a beard when Barnaby showed up? No, he didn't grow a beard. Well, okay. I guess no. I guess it would be yeah, Spock's beard or not Spock's beard. Yeah, um, Riker's. Riker's beard. Yeah, did a Riker's beard. So the ratings were awesome. Like when he showed up, and the show was interesting because they had no budget still. Yeah. Um, they didn't have time to reshoot episodes, so there's mistakes. So it's fun to watch okay, for a campy yeah. thing because people are hitting their heads. Oh, that's awesome. There's one time where Barnabas Collins was picking his nose. That's all caught on camera. Oh, that's great. So they don't have like chance to do like one take of these things all the time. Um, so it's worth watching just for that. But it was interesting because they had time travel. They had, you know... Time travel is hard to write, man. They had a whole section um, that lasts for months where it took place in 1897. Okay. So they wanted to see how... Because they had witches and warlocks, and it really started becoming, like, you know, interesting show. It wasn't interesting when it first started. And it was great. had the best ratings. Teenagers watched it. Apparently my mom watched it. She made me watch some of it when I was a kid. And I never minded it. I never knew the whole story. Yeah. And I'm not sure I have the patience to watch over, a, you know, 1,200 episodes of a show. I'm going to pass on this one, yeah. <laughs> That's a little too much. 1,200's a bit of a commitment. Yeah, it's a little a little too much. Um, the show, from what I hear, was pretty campy. The lines were silly, but, you know, had a huge... I was going to say, huge, so I think it still does. I think there's yeah. a cult following there. Yeah, people really... And it has great music to it. In fact, when my mother came and visited me, we went to the Lynnhurst Mansion in New Paltz, New York, mm-hmm. and that's one of the Dark Shadows houses and from one of the movies, the theatrical okay. movies. So we checked out that mansion. Excuse I me. think the original mansion from the TV show, you can go um, and see it in um, uh, Rhode Island. Um, oh, what's that? There's a uh, town in Rhode Island where, where the breakers are. Um, Providence? Yeah, I think in Providence. Maybe. My, I could be wrong, but somewhere near. If it's not Providence, it's near Providence. Well, of course... Rhode Island's not that big, so everything's and everything, everything in yeah, Rhode Island say, is yeah. near. Yeah, it's very so, close. And the mansion is beautiful if you ever, ever ever see it. But um, and it took place in Maine, but the mansion was actually in Rhode Island. Um, so the show was interesting. Um, and then when 1897, when that um, storyline ended, it went back to the present, and they did some weird thing. I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just I just went to Wikipedia, <laughs> and apparently that just. The rating just dipped oh, they and jumped, never came back. They jumped the shark there, and they replaced it with password. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of storyline that was just left hanging. They tried to wrap it all up at the end, but it was like some, it was canceled like that. It was like almost yeah. no notice. It was like done. Um, so, that sucks, for, so sucks for those folks, but yeah, so, it's a good run though. A thousand plus good, episodes. Man. Yeah. So there's a couple of facts that I found out. So it was the first color soap. It's considered a soap opera. Yeah. Um, Barnabas didn't talk much when he has a fang in, because apparently when his fangs were in, you oh, couldn't understand great. a word he was saying. So they would pin, he they would show him with his fangs, pan the camera to somebody else. He would take the fangs out, oh, talk off camera, and put the fangs put back in. in. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so the, the, just a, I don't know. It seemed like an interesting show, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm you know, I I didn't really see much of the show, but you know. I mean, it had everything you'd want. It had a parallel universe in there, apparently. Wow. So it, so it was interesting. Sounds I, like they covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't talk to it more. I simply, uh, other than knowing it existed, that was about uh, about it. Yeah, so it was ranked number 19 of um, on TV Guide's top cult shows ever. Okay. So, yeah, so it's a shame that the Johnny Depp version didn't capture the original awesomeness of the show, but... 
you know. Willy Wonka feels the same way. It would, oh, I know. Johnny Depp ruined so much. <laughs> God, how can you, why do you even re, why do you even attempt to redo uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Now, yeah, you know just how like, I feel about like, Madonna doing American Pie. It's like, well, honestly, with that one, I'm yeah. like, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. But, but um, did Madonna once, um, didn't she fart? Or and, I forget. Yeah, yeah turn yeah. up the radio. Yeah. Turn up the radio. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's happened, man. It happened. Um, um, we have that recorded somewhere. But this is true, though. Uh, if you get a lot of the like Halloween soundtracks um, mm-hmm. that just like you play, I used to do that one, and now you have trick or treaters back in the day before COVID. I'd play some Halloween soundtracks, and if they're the more of the theatrical, I'm not, not talking Monster Mash, but more of the Halloween theme song and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It always had the Dark Shadows theme song on it. Okay, so, nice. So, the, so I can't play it here, but if you heard the Dark Shadow theme song, you've, I'd heard, know it. It, you've heard it before. Okay, that's pretty funny. Because it's on the soundtracks of Haunted Houses. <laughs> so okay. It's a really cool, cool. And then they, I remember, because I didn't look this up, but I, I vaguely remember as a child watching Dark Shadows come on and on this cliff where the house was on a cliff, you would hear this creepy music, this gothic music, and wave just crash up against this cliff. And I always thought that was cool as a kid. I was like, that's cool, but. So okay. I barely remember the show. I remember Jonathan Frid, who played Barnabas Collins. I remember him. Um, I remember Angelique, who was the witch that was in love with him, that apparently turned him into a vampire. But it happens. Yeah. But one thing I did find out is that the writers did say that uh, because they never found out, uh, you know, the Julia, I think it was her name, was in love with him and wanted, to, and she was a doctor, and she spent like the last few last season, whatever, trying to cure him. Okay. Well, apparently they move. To the you know somewhere in Europe um, after the show ended, and she did end up finding a cure for him, Asia somewhere. So just so anybody who was worried <laughs> that he stayed a vampire forever, apparently according to the canon timeline, he is now cured. So he's now mortal and dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are we all happy now? <laughs> so I did find that. So I did do some research, and there was an end to the story. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So yeah, so Dark Shadows is oh you can see the castle the mansion yep. there. That's the original one. And I remember seeing one of the movies when I was a kid, but you know, it's it's kind of blank, you know, on a lot of things because it seemed like I think I liked the concept of it. I'm not sure I like the soap opera part of it as a child. Sure. Yeah, well, the worst part is uh, I guarantee I've seen worse. Absolutely yeah. po- positive. Yeah. Um, you know, it's but it's got that cult following. Um, but to your point, too much of a commitment. Yeah. You know, Thousand plus episodes yeah, now. No, I just like I can't. I can't bring myself to do that. Yeah, too many yeah, episodes. Yeah. Too much. Uh, but I think my mom said at one point is she agreed. She goes, "Yeah, you can't watch the first like forty to sixty episodes or whatever. You got to wait till Barnaby oh, shows up. Barnaby shows up. Yeah, because okay. the show really wasn't getting any kind of like movement and it just wasn't happening. And then Vampire showed up. Like, oh, okay. And, and long story short, they didn't kill him after three weeks. They kept him on forever. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, we have a character people like. Well, you see that in shows all the time yeah. where you're like, yeah. oh, I guarantee that dude is supposed to be a short-term character, but we all love him too much to yeah. where... I mean, honestly, there have been shows where I'm like, oh, that character will never die because if you kill him, I will turn this shit off right now and never come back. Yeah. And I know people would feel that way, so I'm yeah. like, oh, whatever peril he's in, he's going to walk through because... Yeah. There's no way you're killing him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so, again, thank you, Audrey, that uh, my research that I did today <laughs> was for you um, as our patron. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate your support. So, thank you so much. It thank really, uh, it's really going to help. So, uh, and again, yes. thank you to everybody. We appreciate the thumbs up, the likes, the communications of any kind. 
and um, definitely the Patreon. So, yes, Audrey, I uh, can't thank you enough because, uh, well, I don't know what that's going to go to next, but God knows there's something. You know, yeah. whether it be, you know, again, we're still working on the LLC, uh, getting a green screen at some point if I ever order the damn thing. Yeah. And uh, a variety of other expenses coming yeah. up. Um, just getting this stuff out on the web. No one really says they hate the background besides Mick, but I, yeah. I'm okay with it personally, but, you know. Oh, yeah, no, my, you know, I'm going to end up dead because my wife's going to kill me. But, yeah. hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> got to die something. Uh, right, yeah, I know. At least she doesn't see <clears throat> Mennonites in her sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, so was that the nightmare? No, she had a nightmare about something else. Of course, we just finished Hellraiser and she went to bed. By the way, I think you just let the cat out of the bag. Uh, uh, who people are, people the were cat? still puzzling who it was. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill me when she hears this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was having a dream, and she she said when I asked her the next day what happened, because I woke her up the way I do. I was like, "What are you doing?" You know, and and she was like, "She talks in her sleep." When Wait, she's, is that how you wake her up when she's having a bad dream? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, your your technique might need a little. <laughs> Look, I don't have any bedside manner. I'm not normal. All right. Uh, <laughs> You wake when Are you having a, a nightmare? <laughs> yeah, you scream really loud. Yes. Uh, so yeah, she something like the uh, she mentioned like uh, Silent Hill girl. I don't. She says she didn't think it was a Japanese girl that's chasing her. Oh, so what, she Americanized her. Does that just mean what does that yeah. mean? You're scared of grace and you're racist. Like what is? I don't. <laughs> what am I supposed nah, to I'm take really from in this? Trouble. Yeah, you're entirely yeah. dead. Yeah, I'm entirely uh, dead now. I'm just trying to make it worse. Uh, for you. Yeah. So I didn't really get. Yeah. So. It, she said that the part of the dream that wasn't scary, the part that was scariest about the dream was that most of the time when she dreams about places, it never, it seems like it's something's wrong about the place that you're in, that nothing's quite right, everything's kind of askew. She goes, this dream, it felt like it was really in our house. So it was exact. So usually it's warped in some way. No, yeah. it was our house and it was chasing me. Yeah. So that sucks. And as usual, I did nothing in the dream to help her. So she woke up mad. Oh, okay. So you were there and you were just lounging out. Apparently. Oh, nice. See, Michael <laughs> yeah. talks about a dream where I upgraded her weapon. And I'm like, wow. Oh. I must play too many video games. Activated. Um, activated, <laughs> exactly. But um, I have bad dreams all the time. I yeah. honestly, I don't remember my dreams at all. <laughs> I had no idea. And on the rare occasion, like, um, I've literally had Mikkels wake me because I was like screaming. And uh, she's like, what were you dreaming about? And I'd be like, I was in the grocery store. And she'd be like, and what? Oh, that. I was in the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And like, they were out of Red Bull. Like, like there was no, yeah, they weren't at anything. Nobody was chasing me. I just, yeah, I was like, in the grocery store. Yeah. Maybe it was just the fact you're in a grocery store. Like, I, I don't want to be here. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah. um, I honestly, I'm one of those that, um, you, you, I hope you're sitting down for this um, because I don't believe in much. I believe I know what dreams are. Yeah. And I believe they have quasi-significance. I believe when you go to sleep, your brain is basically defragging, for lack of a better term. <laughs> That's such a nerd thing. <laughs> yeah. But I like watching defrag, though. I mean, absolutely. I would be with that. Like, I want to see those blocks move. But basically, that's what it's doing. Yeah. It's taking the day's data, yeah. and it's doing a... Because throughout the day, let's face it, we are bombarded. The sensory input for an average human being is just... <laughs> Donculous. It's just so much data coming at us. Yeah. So every second of every, even right now, we're discarding packets left and right if you want to talk about data. We're just throwing it out wholesale. Yeah. But then we go to sleep. And now we take all the stuff that we've deemed important enough to retain. Like, this is the stuff I'm going to remember from today. 
and your brain's like, yeah, I'll be the boss of that. Hmm. And starts the greater purge. (laughs) You don't need this. You don't need that. Oh, but this is important. Let's file that away, you know, and it starts the whole defrag process of where am I going to put this? And while it's doing that, I think your brain's just like, you know what? Let me entertain you while we're doing this. Oh, let's watch a little play. You kind of, yeah. So let me just kind of throw a bunch of disjointed things at you. And I'll try to make some kind of narrative to keep you entertained. And I think that explains a lot of things because let's face it, we've all had that dream where I'll just give you a for instance. You know, I'm sitting on my bed and then I get up, I open the door from the bedroom and I step out onto the beach because that happens. My bedroom's on the second floor. I live nowhere fucking near an ocean. But you do it in a dream and for some reason it never even dawns on you that this is odd. Like, normally when I walk out of my bedroom, I'm not on the beach. No, you're just like, yep, whatevs. And I think, again, it's just because your brain's just like, I'm going to throw random stuff at you, and I'm going to try to give you a narrative, but I'm really working on something else. And you just kind of go with the flow. Um, And that's why you can have dreams that, you know, you just accept these bizarre occurrences as natural. Or the other end of it, you can have that dream that's completely filled with terror, but, you know, when I wake up and I'm asked what I'm doing, well, I was in the grocery store. <laughs> it's just the emotion had nothing to do with the image, you know? And it's, uh, I don't know. That's my thought on it. So I don't think they actually mean a goddamn thing. However, we think they do because we take those those events that happen today and then they somehow mirror something that happened tomorrow. And now it's like, oh, shit, I dreamt about this or something to that effect. And it's just, um, have you ever talked about the Celestine Prophecy? I don't know. Okay, uh, I'm going to summarize. Don't they make pizza? It was a yeah, Mama oh, Sol- Celeste. the Mama sorry. Celestine Proce- oh, prophecy. I'd like that one better. <laughs> okay, I think it was the '90s. There was this uh, Celestine prophecy. Was a series of books. It was really just one book, and it was this dude that took basically uh, uh, Eastern philosophy and wrote it in a way that a freaking teenager could understand. And one of the things he said, I, I literally laughed when I read this. Um, said divinities all around us. It happens all the time. All those coincidences you see that happen to you every day. They're not coincidence, uh, coincidence at all. They're the divine. And if you look for those coincidences, you will find them. And I laughed out loud when I read that because you entirely find them. You will a thousand percent guaranteed find those coincidences. And it doesn't mean that there's any God that's any more part of your life. It's the, it's the blue Honda syndrome. You buy the blue Honda because no one owns one. And then you drive around the block and you realize everyone owns a blue Honda. You just never noticed before. <laughs> no, actually, I think I'm a trendsetter. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> they got their blue Honda because I have a blue Honda. <laughs> but, you know, this was like some kind of spiritual movement because yeah. everybody was looking and they're finding the coincidences. Because, of course, they were. They were looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think dreams work the same way. At some subconscious level, you've got this little fragment of a memory from the day before and then events kind of look similar and you have a sense of deja vu or perhaps even, oh, I prophesized this or I dreamt about this. And I don't think it's a reality at all. I think it's just those coincidences seem so similar that we draw the lines. Well, my subconscious must be a jerk because um, there's things I really do want to remember. Mm-hmm. And however, my brain's like, you don't need to know all those facts. Mm-hmm. What you need to remember is all the cast of the Star Wars films. I'm telling you. I have <laughs> my just... brain says that's all you're going to remember. <laughs> I have no, I have two theories on this one. I have no control over what I retain. Absolutely none, best yeah. I can tell. Um, although if you put it to song, I'll remember it forever. Um, the other thing is I'm starting to wonder, I'm starting to think my subconscious might be a genius. However, I completely get in its way. <laughs> 
I think my subconscious might be really smart. And wow. then there's me. Oh, God. <laughs> so your subconscious hates you. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. I'm an impediment to my self-conscious. Yeah. Wow. Um, I do my best thinking when I'm not thinking. Wow. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like when I can't, when I actively stop thinking about something, the answer will present itself just straight away. That reminds me of the great Yoga Berra. When you come to the fork in the road, take it. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> good advice. It's yeah, good advice. Oh, awesome. Well, my friend, <laughs> yeah, are sorry. you ready to talk about some music? Okay, we're good. That does, in fact, say 1.30, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust myself anymore. I know. And you, by the way, have you noticed? I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't know why you'd want Ringo. me to, but I'm trying yeah. to look at the camera. Yeah. No, I do recall that Sean says, like, I, I, we got, like, two things to talk about. I'm like, oh, it should take us about at least an hour and 30. Didn't I say oh, yeah. an hour and 30? We yeah. have an hour and 30. When we just... uh, honestly, <laughs> the... When I say we have nothing to talk about, now I mean it like it's going to be a long show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I wrote nothing down. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Um, um, you got any music for us, buddy? Um, I know last week I spoke uh, about um, uh, Janet Devlin. And, yeah. you know, I was up late and I was watching her show. And then she was announcing that she released, uh, you know, one of her songs and like four different versions of it. One with orchestra, one in Gaelic. And I'm like, it's ten dollars. Let me just. I feel like I want to support people. No, good for I you. Can. I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. So you bought her album. I bought her album. So and yeah, I I have a notification that shipped. So good for you. You know, so and I like her. I mean, she is. Uh, um, her cover tunes, some I like more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think her Hallelujah is that good. But when she does like an Elton John, she does a great Elton John. So yeah, I think she's pretty cool, and I like her voice. So. You know, yeah. Before the show, um, because I'd been remiss, I had not listened to Janet Devlin, but yeah. uh, you know, we did play a little bit before we got on, and uh, she does have a unique voice. It's, yeah. I find it very pleasant, actually, and I do like yeah. the way it cracks, and I yeah. like it's a bit of that Irish accent coming yeah. through, and I, I, it's, it's really, it's a unique sound, and I, I, I dig it. Uh, but I also, I'm going to recommend this. Is, this is not a so don't hate me for this, but I do have a recommendation um, when it comes to Hallelujah. Again, I'm not even going to attempt to rank it with the best, you know, yeah. of, of the best. But a couple, every now and then you hear a version, you're like, yeah, they did that song justice. No, you're not going to say the Shrek version here, are you? Pentatonics. Oh, yeah, I can't like them. I, I want to like them, but I don't like them. The, I don't like them. But this song, I like them. They did, okay. it, they did it justice. They had a guy doing the bass note and stuff like that. And it was really kind of powerful. I mean, it's a good song, so. Oh, yeah. So he, they, did, I think they did the song justice. They're not in my top ten, but sure. they're, you know, it's one of the better versions I've heard. What is your top ten? Because my top ten is something like Jeff Buckley one through nine, and then <laughs> Leonard Cohen is ten. Yeah, I like Leonard Cohen's version, but yeah, Buckley, um, and then <laughs> Buckley, 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 Cohen somewhere. I've heard a couple versions, and I, I'd have to look it up and to see oh, okay. who, who who sang it. And I know there's a couple times I've heard, I'm like, oh, they kind of did that good justice to it, so. I'd have to, if I really put me to the test, I could probably create a top 10 hallelujah. And I hope you know it does break my heart to have to say Buckley before yeah. Leonard Cohn, but there's no, there's just no question. Like, Leonard Cohn listens to him, and he's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. well, he's like a <laughs> Dylan. He, great writer, not the best singer. Of course, I think Leonard Cohn sings a little bit better than Dylan, but... <laughs> Leonard Cohn's amazing, too. Yeah. I do, to his, that dude knows how to write, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Buckley, yeah. Uh, and you know me. When I... um. I get like emotional when I watch things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And things scare me. And I do get tears in my eyes every time I hear the Buckley version. Not, okay, yeah. not from beginning to end. 
there's like a certain scene, you know, when um, uh, I forget which part of the song is like, um, you know, love isn't a race or whatever that, that part is. Um, um, love is not a victory march. Yeah, lo- love is not a victory march. It's a lonely hallelujah. Yeah, that somehow when he sings that part, I'm like, ow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when she cuts your hair, oh, that, so there's, there's a couple parts of the song where I will get if I if I played it right now, oh, yeah. you'd watch me get teary eyed. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't like ball or anything, but you would see my eyes get all red when I listen to that song, and it's every time. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> you get emotional. Time. I think you are emotional, and you know what? I think yeah. that's a okay. I think that's better than yeah. okay. In fact, I think it's not wrong with being emotional, but yeah. uh, I'm kind of broken. I'm yeah. like, eh. <laughs> yeah, me, my my eye ducts are broken because yeah, I get all teary eyed for certain certain songs. Oh, those I songs can hear that make me cry. I just can't think of any. But yeah, it's it's interesting though that. I've noticed it too when I listen to a song and I like a song a lot and I listen to it again. I'm like, I just cried about this yesterday. No, Why no. am I doing it again today? Yeah. It just there's a trigger and music's the only thing I know of that really does that. Movie oh, yeah. scenes don't always really do it. I can't get every time ET dies, I don't cry every time. But music somehow it triggers me that if it's a sad moment when I first heard it, it's always sad when I hear it. Yeah, I gotta say, man, the violin speaks to my soul like that. It sounds like emotion. It's the best way I can say it. Like that, yeah. it's weird. But um, but yeah, there's. I can't think. I'd be damned if I can think of one. Although, I think "Cats in the Cradle" is probably the saddest song ever. Um, oh, I know it's kind of happy for me. That one. It's just so hidden. <laughs> like, hey, you're yeah. mortal. Everyone you love will die. Yeah. Have a, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> it's about your old man. Who cares? Um. <laughs> so yeah, that one's uh, that one's a tough one. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a song that would make me cry off the top of my head, but it probably is one. Yeah. Something. I guarantee it. They're, they're sad songs, man. Yeah. Um, and I listen to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. I think, yeah, if, if you want to test me sometime, I'm going to list t- top 10 songs that will make me cry every single time. Oh, I'd love that list. I would yeah. love that list. Um, I don't think I could come up with a top 10 list that would make me cry every time. It'd have to be in the mood. Um. Yeah, because there's definitely songs out there. Every time I hear I see it myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting, yeah. Oh, and yes, there's entirely a mood for crying. If anybody was like, what do you mean in the mood? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just kind of want to cry, for lack of a better term, you know? Um, That's interesting. So uh, other than Jenna Devlin, anything else there? Um, No. Okay. Well, I only have a few, and actually I went weird as fuck today. Um, Because why not, folks, you know? Yeah. So we're just going to go into the random world of, well, music here. Um, I don't even know what you... I, don't, I have no idea. Alternative rock. I have no idea what you categorize this woman as. Her name's Regina Spector, and I'm a huge fan. Um, I don't actually... I had to look up some of the names of her songs because I don't know them, but I know the first song I heard by her, and it caught my ear, was Fidelity. And uh, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, and since that time, I seriously celebrate her entire catalog. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say I love every song, but I seriously listen to albums at a time and I do appreciate them. Um, so just to name a couple songs, uh, you know, I named Fidelity, Folding Chairs is another song, um, Better, I definitely recommend, and, uh, Samson's another song I like. Um, she is singer-songwriter kind of chick plays piano her voice is as angelic as they possibly get and she is weird af and i love that i just love it she just the her lyrics are just they're insane is basically what they are and yet they're profound and so like i and i shared this with you ahead of the show but 
In the song Better, she has a line that says, if you never say your name out loud to anyone, they can never ever call you by it. And, okay, at face value, you're like, that's somewhat idiotic, but yeah, yeah, if I never tell anyone my name, they can't ever use it. That's great. But when I look at it from a symbolic perspective, I'm back to my cat in the sense that it's the same thing I was saying about Delilah. If you never let anybody in, you're never going to get hurt. But you're never going to love anything either. And as much as it sucks to get hurt, you're better off. What are you going to do? Walk around and not tell anybody your name? (laughs) So it's an extreme example, but I love that kind of symbolism. Um, And that's what I love about music too, because I don't know if that's actually what she means, but that's what I take from it. And that's what I love. So... Anyway, uh, that's Regina Spector. Uh, definitely check her out. Oh, and, uh, you know, she also uh, did, uh, if you know the Benfolds song, uh, You Don't Know Me, uh, um, she's the singer in the background and uh, amazing talent. And Benfolds, quite frankly, I don't listen to enough. He's amazing. Here's my theory. My theory is it doesn't have to be your name. It could be anything. If I don't tell you what hurts me, yeah. you can't hurt me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, once again, yeah, if you don't open up, nothing can hurt you. Right, right. But you never get the benefits of opening up, you know? You yeah. never get to feel that love. So it's one of those things, yeah, you're protected, but you're yeah. actually worse off for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, it sucks right now. It sucked. Monday sucked, man. Monday was like a fucking knife in my heart. Um, but again, return on investment, 20 years of loving. Yeah. 20 years of mauling that kitty. And believe me, I love that kitty. And... uh that kitty loved me. And, you know, will I take a dagger in the heart for it? Yeah. Yeah, I will. I guess that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, again, it's an important message. Um, this is one of those bands that I'm just going to say yes. If you haven't heard them, go listen to them. Lots and lots of them. And um, and this is going to spawn a few things. But uh, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Yeah, his name's Garfunkel. Oh, you mean the the backup singer? Exactly. (laughs) That's from a Stern bit, and I both laughed, (laughs) cried, and felt bad at the same time, but uh, Stuttering John from Howard Stern once met Art Garfunkel and said, what was it like singing backup for Paul Simon all those years? And holy shit, is that wrong? And hysterical. Yeah, So, Art Garfunkel, um, let me just address it. You're super talented, there's no question. Um, I I own scissor cuts, dude. It was like me and your mom. We we both bought that album, <laughs> and I think you're a talent. But that being said, Paul Simon, holy shit! Like, sorry, Garfunkel. <laughs> there's not even like there's no question, and never has been who's the talent. Um, yeah. And that being said, Art Garfunkel is extremely talented. It's just Paul Simon is holy shit. Where did you come from? That's unbelievable. Um, so my advice is, yes, listening to them both is fantastic. Um, I'm honestly, I talk about them in one breath. So, and honestly, they kind of play the same music over and over. So sometimes it's Simon and Garfunkel. Sometimes it's just Paul Simon. I tend to like different versions. Yeah. And, um, I'll be honest, man, there's no way to ever recreate this, but God, I wish. Do you remember record players? Remember how they'd become uneven? And they'd have a wobble to them sometimes. Yeah. I had a tape of Simon and Garfunkel's, I think it was their greatest hits, or it was their Central Park concert. I can't remember which. But it was a recording off of a record player that had the tick. Mm. Remember the tick you would sometimes get? So just... Yeah. And it was faint, and it was in the background. 
I swear to God, it had an ambiance to the entire yeah. album. <laughs> it's like a like a faint metronome in the background, uh. and it just worked. But um, you know, again, it's just it's great American music. First of all, it's Americana. I mean, it's folk for sure. It is. I mean, just so many good songs. So I'll name a few, but I'm not. I'm, I'm barely scratching the surface. Um, just so much talent there. So uh, I mean, and everybody knows. They should know some Simon and Garfunky, but um, songs like America, um, The Boxer, of course, you got to mention The Boxer. Um, you know, again, dancing around between Paul Simon and Simon and Garfunky, still crazy after all these years. You know, that's another great one. Um, I played Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes right before the show because that song's fucking awesome. And uh, and I love the line, you know, I could go, and everybody know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, nobody knows what you're fucking talking yeah, about. <laughs> Which is not Paul. We know we don't know what you're talking about. Um, if you know what I'm saying, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. like uh, no, actually, Paul, I have no fucking idea what you're yeah. saying. But uh, only living boy in New York is a good one, and uh, that's actually on. Uh, I'm gonna say it's on the Garden State soundtrack. Zach Braff has good taste in music, and uh, you know it's cliche and it's a fucking great song. Fifty ways to leave your lover is a fucking great song. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I love that song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a lot of good stuff there. Um, and again, that's just, you could, if you're listening and you're thinking, my God, you forgot this song. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you could, there could be 20 of you saying different songs. Did you yeah. Silence, Sound of Silence on that list? Uh, no. No. And you're going to talk about Disturbed, aren't you? No, I'm going to talk about Graduate. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie The Graduate, where it was written for that movie, the movie's worth watching. It's a very heartbreaking moment. When they play that song in that in that movie, yeah, I don't remember. I want to say I've seen it, but it's been a long time. It's um, plastic gentleman. Yeah, it's, um, wor- it's worth watching. It's worth watching. It's an old movie, but it, it's worth watching. You know, because he basically has a relationship with an older woman, but then you know he start he falls for the old woman's daughter, and the old woman didn't like it. So you know, so the end of the movie is when he breaks up the wedding. You know, and they end up together, and the whole end scene they didn't say a word to each other. They just had that those kind of moments where they just look at each other. That song's playing, yeah. and you just kind of watch them slowly regret their decision. <laughs> it was amazing, actually. Great soundtrack for that movie. Nice, nice. The Graduate. Okay. Well, yeah, and they to, had uh, Mrs. Robinson in as well. The, is that a few um, Simon Garfunkel's in, yeah, in that yeah, movie? Yeah, I can admit I've never a huge fan of Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. I mean, I do again. I'm skipping so many. I mean, yeah. somebody screaming "Bridge over Troubled Water." Yeah, I hear you. We've yeah. all heard it a gazillion times. Um, it is a good song. It's yeah. a great song. Yeah. I mean, it's a freaking amazing piece of art. Yeah. Um, what is it? Fifty six, fifty fourth Street uh, Bridge song. Yeah. The feeling groovy. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, you know, and again, I, I could go on and on and on. There's so there's no shortage of good Simon and Garfunkel or just Paul Simon songs. It really aren't. Um, so if somehow you are listening to this and you're like, who in the hell are they talking yeah. about? Do yourself a favor. Go listen to some of this. I yeah. mean, it is true true talent. Both of them are just amazing. I'll be your bodyguard. There you go. <laughs> it's Paul Simon's uh, song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that song, yeah. actually. I do. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's just so much, you know, me and Julio about down by school. It could go on and yeah. on and on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I'm going to throw out some, uh, well, I'm going to throw out something really weird in a minute, but before I do that, a couple of random one hit wonders, and I'm going to, I'm going to mention the one you brought up. We're going to talk about Save Tonight. Oh, 
Eagle Eye Cherry. You got it, brother. Yep. Um, I have no idea why you put that popped into your head, but it is a one-hit wonder. Yeah. So Overplayed, um, but the song, I don't think it diminished. It, it's a shame the guy couldn't write anything else. Yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, it's, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'll be honest, I don't completely hate it. Yeah, it was a snapshot of the time, you know, um, in the 90s, you know. It was kind of a snapshot. Um, but yeah, I don't see me rocking out to it anytime soon, but... No. Um, I'll say it this way. If it came up on one of my crappy radio stations, which is entirely possible, um, I wouldn't necessarily skip it. Yeah. I wouldn't thumbs down it. How's that? Oh, there you go. All right. I might skip it. <laughs> I wouldn't thumbs down it. Wouldn't thumbs down. <laughs> Realistically, I'd probably listen to like 30 seconds and then I'd skip it. Then we're like, oh, that was enough. Yep. I remember. Because okay. it does kind of repeat. You know? Yeah. I'd be save like, oh, nostalgia. Oh, the third time he said save tonight, I'm done. Yep. I'm not saving you tonight. Yeah. I'm not yeah. fighting the break of dawn anymore. Yeah. Fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already gone. I'm yeah, not waiting until tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and this is why it's it is why I have to be cautious with mm. the music I listen to because even that yeah. I don't want to remember the words, but yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got uh, three other one-hit wonders. Uh-oh. I just went crazy. Um, this one actually I think is funny. You should know it. Um, it's a bummer, but uh, well, I'll tell you the name of the the song. And I wonder, I'm wondering if I should tell you the name of the band or the name of the song. Now you pick. What do you want? I'll give you one of them. You tell me the other. Um, I think you'll get this. Give me the song. The name of the song is No Rain. Blind Melon? It is Blind Melon. Good man. Boom. Yeah. Good one. I was trying oh, to, sad life. I was trying to remember that dude's name. Shannon something. I can't remember. Yeah, he had a girl's name. I want to say Shannon Calhoun or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something but, like that. But yeah, I, uh, heroin, I want to say? Yeah, yeah, overdosed. I saw a video of him. The reason why I know, because I, I would say a month ago, I watched a video of him just in the studio, just just rocking the song out, just like acoustic oh nice and i was like oh god the pain in his voice just his voice has natural pain in it yeah and i just like oh yeah it's a shame actually because um i'm going to hell so i can say shit like this yeah um i would have at least like a few more albums first i think they were going somewhere i think they had some talent yeah um but yeah no rain's great song great lyrics um and uh definitely 90s i mean yeah kind of dripping with 90s it's weird it was 90s like with a like 60s, 70s yeah. hippie vibe to it. It was weird. Read a book to stay awake, um, right? Wasn't that like? I, yeah. Yeah, just, oh, just, I, yeah. He and was, it rips my life away, but it's a great escape. It's weird. Great isn't it? escape. <laughs> yeah, that stuck with me. Because that was like my um, college days. I think I was on college radio a lot. Mm-hmm. My two years of college um, before they kicked me out. But uh, <laughs> I listened to college radio, and that was definitely on the uh, college stations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a big, good, yeah. Uh, Good. It was a great song, and actually, I think it holds up. I know, hey, yeah. honestly, fairly to everybody. Um, keep in mind the age of Kevin. He's forty-five. Okay, I'm forty-five too. Um, so because of that, nineties is going to be <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a sweet spot there, and there's yeah. going to be sooner or later we're going to tell you something from the nineties is really good, and you're not going to be from our generation, and you're going to be like, wow, they're so wrong. And um, I get it. Yeah. You know, but it's impossible for us to tell what's nostalgia versus quality. Yeah. Well, I did work with a guy named Chris, who I worked with him when I worked for the stockbroker, and now he works again with me. And he was always a fan, and he's way younger than me. He's in his, I think he might be 30 now, but still, that's young compared to me now. It's like 15 years and, But he says the 90s rock. He's like, nice. he, he celebrates all the 90s music, so. Well, yeah, but does it, what did you think of classic rock? Because does he like the 90s for the same reason I love, like, uh, the oh. 60s? Well, I don't know. I don't know why he likes it. You know? I just think it's just, I don't know, I guess if he grew up in the tunes and 90s tunes and he liked rock and roll, that was, 
that's before you know r&b and a lot of the music that we have now kind of took over the big hits country music so rock and roll is like not like number one anymore on the radio dial so but in the 90s it still was it was still well, yeah, rock alternative and roll. rock yeah alternative rock alternative you know? was its thing yeah i don't yeah. even know what music yeah music's just so weird nowadays and people consume what they consume like yeah my pandora i've got 20 stations on it and they're all very shades of bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch like Saturday Night Live, and there's a band every now and there's a singer or band that comes on, and I don't know who they are because mm-hmm. I'm old. And then I listen to them, I'm like, I must be getting old because this is crap. <laughs> and I fast forward over the song. Well, I I'm told like, you and Mick the story beforehand, but I read an article uh, today or yesterday, I think it was today, and it was 20 celebrity couples that you didn't know were couples. Hmm. So that's 40 people. I knew four of the couples, <laughs> meaning I had no idea who these other people were. Oh. So out of a list of 40 celebrities, I knew eight of them. That's 32 people that are celebrities that yeah. I'm like, I'm just fucking old. Yeah. I don't know who you are, what you're from. <laughs> don't look familiar. <laughs> probably all reality TV for all I know. I don't oh, yeah. know. I, just, I don't watch any of that stuff. Exactly. But th- yeah. that's how you know you're old is when you wake up one day mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I don't know who these people are. Well, I told, I said in one of the shows, I finally had to look up a freaking, who's that Weasley there? Um, oh, Ron Weasley. Um, and, um, uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ron Weasley. <laughs> exactly, his brother. <laughs> his brother. He's a Weasley. God he's damn, I laughed at he's that. I finally had to look up what Ned Sheeran was. I'm like, I'm tired of reading about yeah, this. Yeah, and so. perhaps Ned Sheeran, by the yeah. way. You know, I'm not saying I listen to his music because I don't, but um, he earned the most money last year because he worked the hardest, and I like that. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Where uh, he grows the most tour-wise because he was simply out there busting his ass and. Uh, I respect a good work ethic. Yeah. So, good on him. But uh, not to mention he was in that uh, Yesterday movie. Perhaps for yeah, that. You he know? still doesn't have a soul, though. Cause he's, he's ginger, you know. know. Ginger. Yeah. Happens. Yep. Um, where did that, that even come from, anyway? I don't even know. <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, two more one-hit wonders, and then I'm really going to go weird. Um, as if we're not going weird enough here. But I'm going to throw out a band, I believe they're a Canadian band, called uh, Angry, Angry Salad. Oh. And the song is the milkshake song, and um, they bring all the boys to the yard. Not that one. No, oh. no, his, no, not quite the. Uh, no, um, and this one she gives him a milkshake and a kiss, and um, the, I believe the next line is uh, something to the effect of "How could anybody want more than this?" And could do a lot worse than a milkshake and a kiss. Yeah, is it a malt? I don't know. Yeah, I mean yeah, vanilla yeah. malt. I presume yeah. it's got to be yeah. right. I mean. Just, way to go. Why would you do it? I mean, you're not going to kiss otherwise. So yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, like, <"Bleh." laughs> um, just stands to reason. Yeah. Um, then the other one I just played for you is a. <laughs> we're going weird here. It's a band called Squirrel Nut Zippers, and the song is called Hell. <laughs> and uh, we're checking out. And again, I'm just trying to give you guys some variety. But at the same token, you know, Shy of Save Tonight, I threw that out there for Kevin. Mm. Um, these are all songs I would say I will listen to right now. Like, this is a good song. Yeah. Um, so every one of them, I definitely recommend listening to. And uh, this is a little bit of a rabbit hole, but <clears throat> I want to talk about a, a play, I suppose. I, I want to talk about music. I want to talk about a movie. Um, it all goes by the same name. I want to talk about the Rocky Horror Picture <gasps> Show. Uh, you know, I would just 
Have you watched the Jack Black video? Oh, I've not, but it's funny. I have news about Rocky Horror 2 to talk about. Oh, so after we get to this, you got to watch Jack Black's video he just put out like a day or two ago about rocking the vote. And it's all about, and he sings um, um, time, oh. time Warp. Oh, Time Warp. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. I, I and he's hilarious. One, he's hilarious. Two, the guy can sing. Oh, yeah. No question the about it. The guy can sing. So it's awesome video. So after we, we can't shout now because obviously we'll get. Copyright. I would have figured you'd take on Hot Patootie. Hot Patootie? Yeah, that's the Meatloaf song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <clears throat> I, I think I dressed up as Meatloaf when we went to the record. Oh, you entire did you? Yeah. Well, you dropped as uh, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I went Eddie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, God, that was a good time. Exactly. Yeah. If we can ever go out in the world again, I'd entirely go see Rocky Horror. I have, I have um, a, a video of us at that place. Oh, do you really? I'd love to watch that. That's yeah, fine. Do you remember that though? Because you'd ask me like, um, "Oh, have you ever seen this before? Yeah, do you just, know this?" And I'm like, yeah. "I might know." Yeah. All the words to every song. All the songs. Yeah, I've seen it many <laughs> times too, but I didn't think, you know, because we went to a live show yeah. at, you know, downtown Albany and um, they had they give you all the toys and stuff. Yeah, we and bought streamers. The little, little yeah, the pack. Yeah. yeah and yep. Participate. So they performed the movie. They had a bunch of actors performing. Yep. In front of it, I'm like, oh, it was such a good experience. Oh, that was great, though, because I had yeah. you, Charlize, and Mick looking at me yeah. for like, what do I do with this? Yes. I got a piece of bread. What do I do with this? Yeah, I like, know. I'll tell you what. Because I've never been worry. to a live show. Look, of I, got a, I got cards. What am I do with the cards? Yeah, what am I looking at the cards? Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. It was fun, though. <laughs> it, it? It I was had a great fun. time. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not kidding. Uh, I'd love... I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Not remotely being funny. I mean, yeah. I love the music. Love everything about it. The yeah. the soundtrack's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying every song's good, but 90 plus percent of it is. Um, I mean, it starts with pretty much Damn It, Janet. Well, it starts with the uh, the lips it, and <laughs> yeah. the, you know the the science fiction double feature. That's great too. Yeah. But uh, Damn It, Janet, and it just goes from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Time Warp. Uh, that's yeah. classic. Um, you know, the Meatloaf, the Hot Patootie, of course. Uh, the Touch Me song, freaking love it. Um, so many good songs. And uh, definitely worth checking out. But I'd actually brought that up because I had read that Tim Curry is making his first public exp- uh, appearance to basically do a reading oh. of his first public appearance since having a stroke, like eight years ago. Yeah, cause I know he's, I think he's still in the chair, but yeah. he's, I think he can talk better, you know, because you got to re- re- oh, learn yeah. how to speak. He's a fucking bitch. And, yeah, oh. I barely can do that without a stroke. Dude, I have a version of him reading The Christmas Carol, <laughs> and, and if it's not clear, i got a little bit of fetish with Dickens and the Christmas Carol, um, and I even know why, because I'm hoping one day I wake up and I'm not Scrooge, <laughs> or at least I'm Scrooge on Christmas, but not today. Um, but he's he's phenomenal, so, you know, but he's doing it to support Democrats somewhere. Um, Wisconsin? Texas? Oh. I don't know where. But that one blew my mind, and we've done a great job of navigating politics, and quite frankly, I'm of the belief that it is now Thursday... October what? Uh, 20, uh, 29th. 29th. Yep. Yes. So the U.S. election is Tuesday, meaning this show will only be up basically a day or two before we vote. So I'm yeah. not getting into it too much, but the man had a fucking stroke, hasn't been seen in eight years, yeah. and he decided I'm coming out because this is that important. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> that screams volumes to yeah. me. And thank you, uh, Mr. Curry, for doing that because... I love Tim Curry. I agree. Holy... <laughs> Man, when you watch He's that, it. I mean, he literally hurt himself on yeah. that on the set of that when he um, 
Rocky's running away from him and he's all in the heels and he's, he's like, oh, and he's like bouncing off the wall. It's fucking genius. I mean, the guy is so good and uh, literally hurt himself when doing that too because like he slammed against the wall so hard. Yeah. But it's, it's so in character. It's so good. And yeah, it's, Tim Curry's amazing in that. Um, you do need to, yeah, a lot of people are going to start, start watching this and say, what the fuck am I looking at? Mm. And um, yeah, I get it. You got to give it a chance and you need to get over the whole, the, the whole transsexual thing. You know, like if you're a homophobe in any way, you're not going to dig it. Um, and that's, Transsexual transvestite from Transylvania? That's right. Sweet transvestite. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, if you, if you got any hangups there or you got that kind of hate in your heart, you're not going to dig it because it's basically all about, you know, open-mindedness, love everybody kind of yeah. thing. Um, it's a good it, message. It kind of is, actually. Yeah. It's kind of, honestly, it makes me think, love yeah. the one you're with, but he just is like, no, I mean, yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care what their sex is, love the one you're with. <laughs> I think the only negative is when he took out me, um, Eddie. Eddie? <laughs> he just beat the cry. He just killed him. He killed Eddie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he killed Eddie. And then they ate he, Eddie. He came back, though, right? Um, so uh, he was just sleeping. Um, <laughs> he was just sleeping. <laughs> He was sleepy. So, yeah, so Rocky Horror Picture Show, definitely recommend it. Um, again, I'm, I recommend it from all aspects, too. I recommend the music to it. Yep. I recommend the movie itself. I enjoyed it. And if we ever leave our houses again, and there's a Rocky Horror Picture Show playing in your area, I highly recommend you take the time and you go see it once. Um, it is going to be a raucous affair. I promise you. It's going to be lewd. I promise you. Mm. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I promise you that too. Yeah. So definitely uh, recommend that. So my friend, um, well, I know of at least one shout out we have to give. Yes. Um, but do you have anything else to cover today? Um, no, I'm good. All right. Well, I would just like to say once again, I suspect you would as well. Um, thank you very much, uh, Audrey, for the. Generous contributions. Uh, we will put that to good use. Um, we will continue to develop these shows. And um, one day we plan on any good content. Yes. Not today? Not today. I'm going to hold my breath. No. Um, <laughs> but as a Patreon member, um, expect some uh, merch. Um, Audrey already request, requested some merch. Yeah. So she'll be getting it. It's going to be a, um, in her case, she wants one of our masks. Nice. And we're still treading that trail. Like we don't have that. Uh, that's not anywhere near prime time yet. Right? No, we don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know which vendor we're going to go with, but yeah. I'm just going to throw one of the ones we just got because yeah. heck it's, it was actually, it was good quality. So, yeah. So it might as well, but yeah, we need a, I've been, I don't know. I think when we take a break, I'm going to research t-shirts and hats just so I can figure out, you know, which one. Because it's not a quick process. you got to no. like, order some, see which ones hold up. And, well, and I'm glad you have that same neuroses I do because we're putting our name on this. Yeah. And that's a big, I think we talked about it before, but I'm not going to ever put my name on something I think is shit. Yeah. Just not going to do it. My name's all I got. And I think you feel the same way. And yeah. I love that we're wired that way. Yeah, I, I want to mm. make sure it's good quality because I wouldn't want something that's like, you know, I don't want it like a Hanes t-shirt with an iron-on patch on it. That's yeah. not what I'm looking for. You know, I want something better. You, you make fun of my Cobra with the fuzzy showing. <laughs> in the, it was fucking awesome when I got it. I was like seven. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, we have to go Fruit of Loom or nothing. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> well, that's great but sincerely we do appreciate that and yes, uh, we you, appreciate the, the the subscribes the thumbs up the likes we appreciate every one of you out there yep. and uh, we hope you're enjoying this and again you know the whole concept here uh, I know the only negative feedback I've really seen is like hey 
you 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 know you're you're not uh you're not relevant was the one dude but uh <laughs> I like that one you know like yeah. it almost seems like people are looking for something and it's not something we're trying to offer we're just trying to you know we hang out every week yeah. we talk about pretty much this yeah and we just wanted to share it with all of you that's our show I mean that's it yeah that's it and uh. And thank you, Audrey. So if you have more suggestions, you have voting privileges. Um, we have 10,000 votes and you have one, So, but we'll check out your votes. Yeah, no, for all, you know, it's <laughs> we're talking about that. You know, what yeah, does a, a Patreon subscriber mean? And yep. it just means, yeah, you have influence on the show. Yes, yes. you do. Um, you know, you, you bring up things and if we're capable and we think it fits the theme, yeah, you bet we're going to talk about yep. them. Um, likewise, if they don't, then we're not going to, I guess, because what are we going to talk about? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we can't thank everybody enough because, yeah. uh, again, Audrey especially, because we, you know, we're doing this out of love right now. So uh, anything that, <laughs> anything at all helps. Yes, you know? it does. It's, it's that. <laughs> thank so, you. anyway, thank you, one and all, and uh, Audrey especially. And uh, I think we are uh, done. So uh, with thank that, you. why don't we uh, call it a day? All right. So this is Sean. This is Kevin. And that's the one other thing. Good night. Fucking nailed it. Finally, we remembered how to end our show. No. I still want to do this. Oh, yeah. Um. Kill me, buddy. Yeah.